conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, yes, yes, a lot has changed in 2020, but even if you, uh, it's all relative, even uh, compared to the travel we've normally done in 2020, which isn't a lot. Today, still the biggest travel day of the year, even though compared to other years, not as many people, but still a bunch. And clearly the biggest travel day of 2020. Uh, so if you're here on the Rick and Bubba show for the first time, we welcome you, or maybe this is a tradition. When you travel, you pick up the show. We're glad you're here. Uh, Rick and Bubba replay tomorrow for Thanksgiving, a best of Rick and Bubba show on Friday. Uh, the biggest shopping day of the year, Cyber Monday, coming up on Monday. Don't forget to shop the Rick and Bubba store. They're at rickandbubba.com. Click on the store, and man, we got some really cool gift items for the Rick and Bubba fans or for yourself uh, and the Rick and Bubba world. Really cool stuff there. So uh, go to rickandbubba.com. A lot of new stuff, too. Uh, welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussing. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family, and a happy Thanksgiving to you and yours wherever you are and however you're traveling. That's right, and uh, we're thankful for all of you we were talking about yesterday, how yep. thankful we are for uh, the relationship we've had. Some of you have been with us for 27 years. I know. Incredible. Uh, so, and, and then some of you somewhere in between um, just started and in, in, uh, in that 27-year mark. Uh, we do have, speaking of uh, just uh, support of the show, um, we, we haven't had golden ticket seats in a while. We have no idea when we'll have them again, but from time to time, people do come outside uh, the window here and look into the studio. Uh, and I want, uh, I want the, uh, the Karens to know out there that they're even wearing masks, even though they're outside. Well, Rick, <laughs> this is the perfect isolation chamber. It is. I mean, this, this yeah, is, this could, is, this glass window is just screams, Hey, I'm ready for the pandemic. That's mm-hmm. right. Come on, come watch the boys in the bubble. That's yeah. Right. Uh, but Chad and Brittany Woods from Double Springs, Alabama, are here today, and Chad is celebrating his 40th birthday. Yeah. Hey, Chad, what's hey. up, buddy? Hey, man. 4 Look, life doesn't start till 40. Mm. Really doesn't. Yeah, so you, you're going to. It's the new 30. Yeah, so, right. so and, yeah, I'm going to play this uh, for Chad. Other than having to re- okay. wear reading glasses all the time. Chad, listen up. This is for you, buddy. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. So there you go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves it. There you go. So, <laughs> feel like you need to let me know since I can't see. But, right. Yeah. Uh, he's, just, right, so, he's just behind the drum set. Right. right. So the, uh, <laughs> not the clearest view. Either. Well, you know, I, it's hard. It's hard for us to see out too this time of day because the lights in here are bright. Yeah. And it's still a little dim outside, right. so we don't see it. We see the reflections back in here. Yeah, we can't see good yet. You have uh, to really look. I think I know what Chad looks like, but with that reflection and his mask, I really have no idea. <laughs> so, um, all right. So we want to. We, we, if you oh, if you follow oh, wow. Eddie Van Adler on social media, uh, there's nothing that you look forward to more than his Instagram post on on Ruby Tuesdays. Oh yeah, uh, his daughter. <laughs> his, his daughter's name is Ruby, and every Ruby Tuesday, he he puts a little something That's, out. And I was, that is great. I was watching the little videos and stuff yesterday of um, you know the brand new dad and uh-huh. little Ruby and. And she's just about to get ready to start crawling. She's doing that over where they get up. Oh, brand new. yeah. They get, they get in the gate and they're uh-huh. ready. That's right. She's she needs a little playmate. She discovered that she can make noise with her hands if she'll hit them together. <laughs> uh, so all that was a big, big steps for Ruby. And she's already uh, working on the tambourine, huh? That's right. Yeah. Yes. Her boom, boom chick. Her, boom her rhythm, chick. 
Her rhythm looked pretty good. Oh, guys. Her rhythm looked pretty good. She Okay, so this is so funny. My wife and I really like watching this guy that does travel videos on, you know, PBS uh, and stuff like that. That sounds riveting. It's yeah. called Rick Steves Europe, okay, is the name oh, of this show. Oh, how sad. And this guy, Rick Steves, <laughs> goes around to, like, different towns, and he shows you all the cool stuff to do. He's, he's been doing it for, like, 10 years now. Yeah. The It's a very, a, a very boring adult show, but the theme song is like this, like, and she will stop what she's doing and just turn and look up and listen to this theme song. I actually have it. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, little person. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Wrong song. Hey, little person. So um, she loves music. She She's all about it. She loves music. She's going to be clapping to the beat before we know it. And she'll be clapping on the two and the four, not the one and the three. So that's good. There you that's go. good. Woo. Boom chick. All right. So r- rumor has it, because, you know, you're, you're becoming a full-blown man now. I mean, you got a wife. You I'm got, on my way. You've you got you got you got a child. I mean, you, you've held down a job for quite a while. You got a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, all that. A lot of hair. So now you're taking the next step. I understand hosting Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, we are. Wow, um, Adler. We're we're it's a big step. It, we're 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 kind of <sighs> using the baby as an excuse because like all our stuff, all the baby stuff is at the house. Oh like, yeah, that's the good. Bed, oh, traveling, yeah. The bed, the food. Oh, man. You know the changing table, all that. You know you can. Oh, well, you have to go on the road with the baby. It's a handle. It's yeah. there's so hey, much stuff. You got to take hey, all. You got to take person. that setup and do the mobile version of it. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Remember that? Gosh, what? A, oh, oh the packing plate. The yeah. old packing plate. Somebody get little person. <laughs> Y'all come to. We're us. moving to Fourth Army. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yes, we are having uh, Aaron's parents over over for Thanksgiving. Do they like you yet? Uh, working on it. Yeah, the jury's still out, but uh, it's a split decision right now. Okay, it's your dad. Great. Does your dad still have that sketch of uh, how he wishes you were? Yeah. Yeah. Why is he always cleaning his gun? I don't understand. What's he think of your hair, dude? If he'll just cut his hair, honey. Yeah. My gosh, he looks like a woman with a beard. Constantly, constantly cleaning his gun, but I'm sure it's just hunting season. Again, you're solidifying yourself that this is this is working out fine. Yeah. So he doesn't um, stink. He just looks like it. Right, right. <laughs> they say all those things, Greg. They say all those. You know things. what? I got a whiff of him. Not bad. Not bad. He looks like he stinks. I mean, of course, it's all relatives. What I expect. <laughs> we're right. doing it again, Adler. Sorry, we're doing sorry. it. We're doing it again. Hey, little person. <laughs> so, Eddie, you, what kind of precautions are you taking? Tell us about your hosting plan. Um. I'm supposed to clean up. I don't know. We're, okay, so the, we're, we're outside. We're doing it outside. Okay. Yeah, so you, we are. I've got a carport, and it's covered, open air. Okay, so it's perfect I, for I'm going to set up a table out there and some chairs. Mm-hmm. I have to get my motorcycle out of there is what Aaron says. <laughs> That's like, no, it'd be go. cool. It'd be a no, nice background piece. Picture made maybe, maybe you could put the desserts on the motorcycle. Yeah. You know, they have it as a dessert oh, bar. Buffet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Adler, and here's so the good, here's Adler, the good how news. about with all the dogs and everything? How does that work when you're outside? Um, well, they've got the dog zone, the poop zone, which I've oh. sequestered in the, in the off back, a fence yeah. area of the of the yard. Right. Which still works great. 
Hope the wind doesn't blow from that direction. (laughs) Boy, this pumpkin pie is dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Everything neat around the little garage, Uh, carport? Adder, what time are y'all having? uh, uh, No idea. I'm not. Because I'm going to tell you something. You're looking at Thursday after all this rain moves through. It's going to hang on a little bit early, early Thursday, like overnight. But then you're going to get into, it looks like, Mostly sunny and a high of anywhere from sixty two to sixty seven. Yeah, it should be great. Yeah. We kind of kind of looked at be rough, cold in the shade rough. though. Aaron did say I have to <laughs> take my uh, punching bag down. Aaron said it's punching bag and, and motorcycle. Come on, yeah. Yeah. you leave that up because you want her dad to see. It. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put, put that over next to the dessert bar on the motorcycle. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. that's what I think. Decorate it over by the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. I have to put all my tools away. So mm-hmm. you are hosting uh, your in laws at tools. your house on a carport. Do I have it right? Yes. And y'all will serve meal in the carport. In yes. Outside, and it's just your in-laws. Now the Adlers aren't coming to this, right? Right. No. Then we're gonna go from there. We're at, we're gonna go to my parents' house, where evidently COVID doesn't exist. Can't <laughs> <laughs> so, hurt anything about it. Uh, evidently, are if, they are they COVID deniers? If evidently, if you are COVID wouldn't go uh, after an Adler. part of a Black Lives Matter march, or if you're celebrating Joe Biden. Or if you're an Adler in that house, it doesn't exist. Okay. Uh, okay. Those things are where, yeah, evidently. Hey, so. little Adler. But you'll still stay outside there. I will, we will, yes. Everybody Eric, else going to be inside y'all going to be outside. Do y'all have to eat outside? We have, uh, well, we'll figure it out. No, mostly, I just, I just, I just, I just act like. Are y'all making a turkey, you and Aaron and everything? We are making. I, I had to pick up a bunch of stuff from the grocery store. Gosh, you're not. You don't know what you're doing as much as I'd hope. No, <laughs> right. no, no. I, I'm. I'm just going like I'll just take care of the baby and you know hit the punching bag, rev the motorcycle. I'll do all those cool things. <laughs> the only thing I've heard. Make sure the only thing I've heard. The dog stay in the, yeah. in the crap zone. Yeah. The only thing I heard. You know, absolutely positive that he's doing is moving the motorcycle. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we've heard. Probably move it to the and, front. And, and the punching bag. <laughs> Put it right out there. And let people let see all the it. neighbors see how cool it is. what's up. Hey, hey, Aaron's dad, what do you think about doing? Check his bike out. Hey, if you take I call that, it a bike. Hey, 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 hey father-in-law, if you, take, uh, if you take that motorcycle and that punching bag and you add the two, you know what it equals? Bad. <laughs> the man. The man. The protector. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure that. Somebody's tried to, you know, thought about robbing my house before. They came around the back, saw the punch bag, saw the motorcycle, and left. There we go. <laughs> just well, headed on out. Just call me Simply Safe Adler. <laughs> oh, wrong house. Wrong house. Don't mess with this guy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but it's going to be good. Aaron's doing a couple side dishes. The main turkey's coming from the dad. That helps. Oh, well played. Um, I got to get my master-built fryer back in the situation. My, I left my fryer outside for like a whole year, and that you're not supposed to do that. Probably not. So I'm not, I don't have a fryer right now. I had to chunk my fryer. But are you going to fry turkey? Well, not this you year. leave it out in not the Not this year. Not Apparently this year. Not. No, 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 not this year. <laughs> we'll Next right time. Back. Next time. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two minutes past the hour, uh, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG, Crowder, uh, Wildfire. 
All right, so as uh, we make our way back, coming up, Matthew West will be with us next segment. We'll talk about Matthew West has weighed in and says, why, why don't more people write Thanksgiving songs? <laughs> uh, and he's done that, and we'll talk about that. It is another gobble-gobble, but I think you'll like it more than w- reading the emails of what the song yesterday did to people. Uh, they, were, they were just like, it, it, it has a it has a – well, we got to do it one more time today because then you put I it on the it. shelf for oh, a year. Oh my goodness! There it goes. It's it, just tradition. Do you remember how you said that? Um, <laughs> that like when everybody here hacking on each other has a chilling effect on yeah. creativity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed the gobble gobble song has a chilling effect on people's Thanksgiving joy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but you know wow. whatever. I mean we'll we'll do it. Uh, now we do. Well, have- yeah, we Rick, go ahead. These are the Come on, of man. America. I might as well. I might as well go ahead and just uh, you know put this down. I hope I'm going to wear out this button. Yeah. Well, you're we're, American. We're talking about uh, Thanksgiving traditions and what we're all doing, and we were reflecting on years gone by. Uh, you know, one of the things I've never really had as a Thanksgiving tradition is to have my water and power cut off. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. Well, now there. Uh, now, one time I did in the late eighty. Yeah. Well, I did go to the hospital one time to have a stomach pump, but other than that. uh, It's just one of my favorite stories of all time. Los Angeles' mayor said on Wednesday that he is authorizing the city to shut off utility service to properties where large parties and gatherings are being illegally held. He said starting Friday, the L.A. Department of Water and Power will cut off water and power service to egregious cases where unpermitted large parties and gatherings are taking place. The announcement came hours after the city council, a city councilman, introduced a motion to increase penalties for property owners who who hold large house parties in violation of the public health orders. It wasn't clear if the mayor's announcement was related to that motion. Yeah, well, now Newsom, of course, the governor, he lost all credibility by having a gathering of his own that was beyond what he told everybody. Yeah, I wonder, does yeah. that mean they're going to cut the governor's water and power off? <laughs> <laughs> that, uh... So now the L.A. mayor. Hope Matt cut out. All right, help me, Bubba, because you and I have been talking about this, and you may not know this, so I may be asking you something that's not in the information. Okay. Because you've been saying this, and I agree, because it, it and it's a game changer, okay? Are these things laws? Are these things suggestions? I'm I'm real gray on the like the Washington trying to cancel Thanksgiving. Is this a because it can't be a law? They didn't have time to go through the legislative process and all that. I mean, it, it sounds like are, it is, is a, executive orders. Yeah, it, it would kind of be like an executive order. Here's the thing: like, under am the I pro- breaking the law uh, under the proposal? Penalties for large gatherings could include water and power shutoff, permit probations. Or, now Rick, this is a big one, having the certificate of occupancy held or revoked. Now, this is a, if you're a business, uh, and, and I, don't, I, I don't know if the houses have to be certified for that in California or not, um, where you have a certificate of occupancy. That's where the building inspector says, right. hey, you're good to go. You've mm-hmm. passed everything you need. Yeah. Some places you have to have it for houses, some, some you don't. So uh, they're saying that they could pull that, meaning that that your house would be illegal to occupy in certain cases. Um, Now, they say that if you if you have large, close contact, largely massless gatherings, what's it? Maskless gatherings in direct violation (laughs) of the city emergency orders and county health orders. Despite a pandemic that has killed thousands in L.A., some homeowners are choosing to put everyone at risk by renting out their homes to massive house parties. 
This is irresponsible, bordering on deadly, and it must be stopped. What do they mean renting out their houses for? Yeah. What were you, were you renting your house out? What are you talking about? I don't know what that means. What does that even mean? <laughs> Who the proposal. Okay, the proposal comes so you, days. So people can have a party. Mm-hmm. Uh, a day. The, the proposal comes days after a large house party in Beverly Crest neighborhood of L.A. ended in a shooting that left one woman dead and two other hospitalized. Well, that has nothing. Well, to the do. mask that wouldn't stop the to, bullet. Yeah, I started yeah. saying that has nothing to do with COVID nineteen. They actually oh. said, unfortunately, the person was shot while wearing a mask. While wearing a mask, <laughs> yeah. it didn't help a bit. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, my mask might help me a little bit on COVID. It's not going to help me much against bullets. No, police, I think that study's in. Police said they later believe that shooting was gang related. Well, see, then you ought to be worried about the gang. Well, not people having nothing to do with. No, I want mm. you to know that you are <laughs> you are currently living in the United States of America, and we can document. We're going to cut your water and power off if you have a gathering at Thanksgiving that we don't approve. Mm. We, have, we, we have sheriffs who say they won't do it, but Cuomo wants law enforcement officers going to your house and counting cars. Car tags, see mm-hmm. where they're from, okay. all that stuff. Okay, you got yeah. that. And Washington State has just canceled Thanksgiving, and they don't want you to have it at all. Yeah, and uh, even the Portland mayor who allowed – you know, downtown to be ransacked and burnt and everything yeah. else is saying if you see too many cars at a neighbor's house, do call. Well, that's now, the thing. Burning city, no problem. In, in, right. in Oregon, mm-hmm. you're, talk- grossly, uh, you're talking uh, about a state that just legalized marijuana, cocaine, uh, heroin, heroin meth. meth, all of this, but it is illegal to gather for Thanksgiving. Think about that. They were singing, bye, bye, Miss American Pie. So, if you lived in a state that forbid you to have Thanksgiving, would you have it anywhere? Yeah, I'm gonna have it anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I'm just looking for those lines because you you might want to start figuring them out. Yeah, it won't yeah. look like that Jewish wedding, but I'll have. I'll yeah, have we're not gonna yeah. have seven thousand people yeah. jumping up and down in no. unison, <laughs> but. Uh, but, you know, by the way, he's going after that rabbi. They've already, they're going to fine him like $14,000. Oh, and that's just the beginning. Did you know they had another one the day after that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they said, gracious. pile them back in here. Well, you got to remember, if you, if you look, this, I is didn't a, know they did that this, is a, this is a great time for people of faith to read the book of Daniel. And, you know, if you want to see how it looks to live in Babylon and, and the things you will do and the things you won't do, it's, it's pretty clear. And you know what you do? You make those decisions long before they ever get here saying, here's where I draw my lines. And these rabbis and these Jewish people have said, we're going to have uh, the synagogue weddings like we always have, and we're going to draw that line. And we knew it before we ever got in this situation. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Christmas, the reindeer, the lights, and the gifts. We sing chestnuts, are roasting, and marshmallows toasting, and here comes old jolly Saint Nick. Now don't get me wrong, I shall love all those songs, but one holiday gets left out. You see, no one remembers a song for November, but that's gonna change starting now. Gobble, gobble, one. 35 minutes past the hour. Happy Thanksgiving from everybody here in Rick and Bubba Land, an entire show. Uh, as we all across the country and around the world, uh, we are doing the pre-Thanksgiving edition of Rick and Bubba today. This song 
We were contacted so many times about this, and I don't know what's happened. You know, we all of a sudden there became this Matthew West uh, wave that swept the show. Uh, we were looking for theme music for our segment All In, and, and then we started playing this. I'm going and, uh, and and so and I and I thought, well, what are the odds of Matthew West having two songs we're using on the show this year? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, here comes all the gobble uh, emails, and Matthew West joins us now. Matthew, welcome! I think back to the Rick and Bubba show. We were discussing. I think you've been on. You know, you've done so many shows. We've done so many shows. I, I, we don't remember the details, but I think you've you've been with us before. We've promoted a show before. Might even been there with you at one. We don't recall the details, but hey, let's say good to see you again. Mm-hmm. Well, it was clearly a memorable experience for you. So uh, <laughs> I know that I really leave my mark. <laughs> hey, happy Thanksgiving, guys! It's hey, great you to too. be on with you today. Yeah, you too. And uh, you, this song now. Are are you? I heard Speedy talking to you in the break. Are you yes. familiar with the gobble gobble song that we played for years? That that we got from a a listener. Um, are you familiar with it? I I am, and um, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to put this politely, but <laughs> let's just say, you know, one of my goals in delivering this gobble gobble song to you and your listeners was to, um, I don't know, maybe put them out of their misery, <laughs> free uh, us, or just try to. Yeah, I was just trying to one up it. I don't know if I beat it or if it's or if it's still not the champion. Maybe your old one is the champion song. I don't know if you're going to have a contest or what, but I'm just trying to do my part this Thanksgiving. I think it would really go like this. Your song becomes something joyful. That song remains almost in the let me see if I can do it. It's like a dare. You know, can, 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 yeah. can, I, can I hear it all the way? Like a song tightrope. Yeah, I, we won't do the whole thing, I, I promise you. But Matthew, <laughs> your, your, your video for your song is very funny. It looks like y'all had a fun time doing that. Yeah, what's the story? Where did this come from? Well, so I went to my director and I, had, I said, I got one word, food fight. And uh, – the, the significance of that is, man, it's been a hard year for all the families. And yeah, so yeah. I sat down. I was writing this song just kind of being goof, goofy. Earlier this year, I wrote a song that kind of went viral called Quarantine Life, and and it made my family laugh. And so I thought, man, maybe maybe there's some other people who are tired of crying this year and might enjoy getting a laugh or a smile. Or even if it takes them laughing at me wearing a turkey costume, mm. I'm willing to do that for the people. So we did a fun music video. We had a little food fight and uh, – my family all dressed up as turkeys and man, we had such a great time, but the significance of that is actually kind of heartfelt. My grandma, she raised 10 kids, nine boys and one girl. Wow. And, and one meal, one holiday meal, she said, pass the peas. And one of her rambunctious sons threw a pea in her glass of iced tea, which then started a whole Mm. food fight. Right. So every year since then, until grandma went home to be with Jesus, anytime somebody said pass the peas, she instinctively covered her glass of iced tea with her hand. And so in the music video, the first piece of food that I throw at my wife are the peas. And that was a little tip of the hat to grandma's home with Jesus. But, you know, we're just trying to laugh, man. It's been a hard year. And and maybe this Thanksgiving can uh, people can smile hearing this song. A lot of families have been sending me videos of their little kids dancing and singing to the song. So the good news is I can't go on tour just like all the other artists. We're stuck at home. But I can be booked for birthday parties, so tell your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you have to be putting yourself in coolest dad ever category 
because it's rare that dad says today we're dressing as turkeys and we're throwing food. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, that, that's what? a big point. I mean, right that's there. huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? My daughters are getting to the age where I used to be able to say, Hey, dad needs you for a music video. And they're like, Oh, that's cool. Now I say, Hey, dad needs you for a music video. And they say, how much does it pay? (laughs) (laughs) You're right about that. uh, Where does one get Turkey suits? If you're in need of Turkey suits for, for adults. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah. And you're asking for a friend, right? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nothing to do with me. Hey, so here's the deal. This year is so weird that you can order turkey suits on Amazon and nobody's going to think you're weird, man. So I got, I dude, in the music video, there's six turkeys. I made my dad dress, dress as Buddy the Elf. We had Trump and Biden at the Thanksgiving table as a show of solidarity. Yeah. Right. 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 Unity, <laughs> unity. Yeah. 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 I so actually, I, cool. I, yeah, I think it was, I thought it was a turkey joke. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But uh, so, yeah, you can order all that on Amazon, man. My my music video budget has never been lower, man. It was a blast. <laughs> so now is uh, the, the pilgrim. Is that your wife? Who's dressed as a pilgrim? Yeah, man. She was so mad at me. She's like, why you got to make me look so homely? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you, the music video ends with her shoving a pie in my face. Yeah. And I, I'm going to tell you, fellas, like the look of enjoyment in her eyes yeah. was scary. Like she kept asking to do another take. And I think it's been a hard year for, for everybody's marriages, but man, she let, she let that, that pie fly and she had too good of a time doing it. Yeah. We just watched that. We've we've got the video we're showing it right now. So that's in show notes today too. The songs in show notes. If, if you want to go see it now, I I can't help but notice you have the guitar there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do. Yeah. And and you, you have it there. Uh, Have you been playing a lot on zoom and things like that? I mean, you, you're, let's face it. Let's be honest. You're just looking for a gig. (laughs) That's exactly right. I've been sitting by my computer, just hoping you guys would call. (laughs) This is my dream come true, man. It's a highlight of my Thanksgiving. (laughs) Matthew, where is home for you now? I live in Nashville, just uh, about, 10 minutes from music row. And uh, I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad to be out of Chicago, Illinois right now, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, we live in Nashville and this is home. My wife worked in the music industry. Uh, w- that's how we met. She worked at universal records where I first got my record deal. I was signed by the great uh, Tim Dubois and Tony Brown, even though they were country legends, they signed me up and I started my career behind the scenes as a songwriter. So I was writing songs, I had a song recorded by Rascal Flatts and like Billy Ray Cyrus and some Scotty McCreary, some different country artists. And then uh, I got my own record deal. And most of my music is is known in, in Christian music. But I still write songs for other artists and with other artists. In fact, I got a country song out this Christmas that I wrote with uh, Maddie and Tay, who such a great group. And uh, and so it's been kind of a fun you know, it's been a real blessing just to move to Nashville, be in a community of great artists and songwriters, and for me to get to kind of dip my toes into different worlds. And and who would have thought it would take a song about turkey to get me on the Rick and Bubba show? <laughs> dreams come true, man. Dreams come true. But really, if you think about it, Matthew, and, and you probably are, if, if you know our history and you know some of our characteristics, Someone probably would have said, now, if you want to get on the Rick and Bubba show, write a song about turkey. (laughs) Food in general. (laughs) It's actually the way you get on the show. Yeah, is that what you tell Garth Brooks? I don't know, man. (laughs) Well, now, he wrote a song about country fried steak, and he got right on. (laughs) A lot of people don't know. 
Zach Brown, a little chicken fried. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we had heard. The food is the way to your heart. <laughs> well, we tell that Zach Brown story all the time. They they were on the show. We heard chicken fried for years fi- for five years, years before before anybody else heard yeah. it. And you know how those funny moments. This 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 actually happened, and now it's going to tie to to turkey. See how we do this? This is why we're <laughs> still here. So we we did a Rick and Bubba event uh, for many many years called Turkey Toss, and so like on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, uh, some years we did it the Wednesday before, but we we kind of used that as a backup day in case weather was an issue. Uh, and we have people throw frozen turkeys for in, distance for distance in giant parking lots, <laughs> and then we're out on the stage doing the show, and we usually have a band play or whatever. Well, we we they had played turkey toss. I mean, lit, picture Zach Brown band on a stage Wait. with people throwing frozen turkeys as they uh. play. Picture that. So they hit big the last year they were scheduled to play at turkey toss, and they'd already done it once before. And <laughs> and chicken fried goes to number one. We're all really riding around one day, and we come in, we go, dude, I just heard chicken fried on the radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and you know, because I couldn't figure out what category they'd be put in. I didn't know if they were country enough to be country. And they certainly weren't pop music, you know, of the sure. time. They almost sounded a little Van Morrison like, and I'm like, who's going to play that? Mm. And uh, so it was kind of cool that the country music embraced them. So they get the number one song in the country. They were riding around in a van they called Oprah. Uh, that that Bubba and I think uh, had to help them with a the generator. Yeah, me and Greg got the air conditioner. Yeah, they get the air conditioner working it. Wow! And all of a sudden, Speedy calls and says, "We understand y'all have the number one song in the country. I guess we can forget." Y'all playing at Turkey Toss. <laughs> and to their credit, they said, absolutely not. We're said, coming. Yep. Said, we'll be there. We'll be there. Now, this time, a giant tour bus pulls up, you <laughs> yeah. know, for Turkey Toss. And it yeah. was freezing, Rick. It, it was cold. And they, oh. and, and they and got they out change, there. Number one. I got one question, though. Did they change the words? A little you, bit of Turkey Toss. Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> on a Friday night. No. Yeah. Uh, they got, how about they? So they went ahead and played Turkey Toss, even when they could have easily said, ah, you know, that's. We're that, out. We're out. We're out. Man, that's class act right there. Yeah, it is. Hey, we want to come back and chat with you some more. We come back. Since you've got the guitar there, I mean. You all fire it up. Yeah, we, we got to fire it up a little bit. Okay. Let's do it. All right, we'll come back. Matthew West is with us. Uh, Gobble Gobble is his Thanksgiving song, but there's <laughs> there's so much more to Matthew West than Gobble Gobble. <laughs> and uh, all that information is in show notes. You can watch the video, which I think you'll love with the family for Thanksgiving. And you can also see all the information about uh, the great music that he has written and performed. MatthewWest.com. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. If you're wondering, I know this time of year, 2020, uh, spending time with family may be a little different. Uh, there's one thing you can do, even if you're not going to get together, you can actually go back and check the origin of your family with ancestry.com slash Bubba. Uh, you know, when uh, our family decided to do this, I must tell you, it was fearful. Uh, some, some things about your family, maybe you don't want to know. Uh, but anyway, if, if you're interested in this, there's some cool gift ideas uh, with Ancestry's DNA kits and some things you can do as family, even if you're doing that uh, virtually from uh, from your homes and not all together, still something fun you can do. So get uh, some holiday pricing right now, and you and your family uh, enjoy going back through your family's history at Ancestry.com slash Bubba, uh, there's an Ancestry gift available today, or go to RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. Uh, we're, we're talking to Matthew West. Matthew West is with us. Uh, we we got back together over this Gobble Gobble song because we have a Gobble Gobble song that we've played for years, 
And it's almost like Matthew West says, may I offer an alternative? <laughs> and, uh, and our audience. And thank you. And thank you for that. So we have to hear it. I, I know that you've got the acoustic guitar. I know that we're on Zoom. Uh, and and it, it's but, but this is 2020. Uh, in 2020, this you is how we do look. what you can we do. We do what Rick. we do. Yeah. This is exactly it, man. This is, uh, you know, and this hopefully puts a smile on your listeners' faces today. Um, I've never thought I'd get on uh, country radio with the song about a turkey. So this is just uh, this is the, this is a dream. This is the pinnacle of my career. I'm going to announce my retirement after this performance. <laughs> All right? those songs you wrote about trucks and lakes, and uh, it, they, it took the turkey song to get it there. Mm-hmm. The turkey song did it. So, all right, here goes. This is Gobble Gobble. There are so many songs about Christmas. The reindeer, the lights, and the gifts. We sing chestnuts are roasting and marshmallows toasting. And here comes old jolly Saint Nick. Now, don't get me wrong. I should love all those songs. But one holiday gets left out. See, no one remembers a song for November, but that's going to change starting now. <laughs> gobble, gobble, one, hey. Gobble, gobble, two, hey. Gobble, gobble, me, yeah. Gobble, gobble, you, listen to me now. Gobble, gobble, three, hey. Gobble, gobble, four. Gobble, gobble, please. Can I have some more? Hey, oh my my, get that turkey in my belly. Oh my my, with the cranberry jelly. Oh my my, come on and sing it with me. Happy Thanksgiving. I stick a straw in the gravy boat, yeah. I'ma eat a dozen dinner rolls. Stretchy pants on, that's how I roll. No judgment here, no judgment here now. Grandpa's passed out passing gas, but we got pumpkin candles burning just for that. Oh, someone brought up politics, now everybody's mad. But you can't be mad with the whole world singing. Gobble, gobble, one. Hey! Gobble, gobble, two. Come on. Say, hey, gobble, gobble, me. Hey! Gobble, gobble, you. Everybody now. Gobble, gobble, gobble three. Yeah. Gobble, gobble, four. Gobble, gobble, please, hey. Can I have some more singing now? Oh, my, my, get the turkey in my belly. Oh, my, my, with the cranberry jelly. Oh, my, my, come on and sing it with me. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, nine. Gobble, gobble, ten. Thanks to this ridiculous song. Rick and Bubba are now my friends. That's awesome. Ah, I like that little ending there. That's (laughs) great. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You have arrived with this gobble gobble song. Yeah, it's uh, it I, won't be, I can you, taste giblet gravy I right can now. Can you? How do you say it? Because uh, we say giblet gravy. We always have said giblet <clears throat> gravy. I've, I've never said the word giblet in front of it, but I'm going to start now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your gravy's got to have some giblets in it. I've been getting, ever since putting this song out, I've been getting lessons lessons on the difference between dressing and stuffing and, and all the things. So oh, Don't start that. Uh, I like a smoked turkey. Speaking of what kind of, you know, I mean, yeah. what kind of turkey y'all going to be eating this year? We're standard. We're oven roasted. We're standard. We're traditional. I like to fry them. 
You fry them. Yeah, I have they historically. Did. I don't think we're going to fry the one this year, yeah. but we have the past five or six years. Yeah. Well, because uh, you guys used to do that turkey toss. I heard if if you fry that thing wrong, it'll shoot off like a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you'll gotta win. have you gotta have the right fryer to do it, and be <laughs> careful. You'll win turkey toss. Yeah. You will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what what is uh? Y'all forgot we had the Rocket City Rednecks yeah. launch one. No, time in the no we did. That yeah. actually did yeah. happen. We did yeah. launch one. So what is this quarantine song? Is is it, it, I heard about it. Timely also. It's also timely. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I mean, so many parts of the country are still locked down, so I didn't think this song would still be relevant, uh, you know, in November when right. I wrote it back in March at the height of Nashville's lockdown. You know, my kids are home from school, yeah. and uh, we were having this conversation. I was like, well, what would you do right now if you could leave the house, right? Because it was this time where they were like, I mean, people, you know, and a lot of people still, man, don't feel like they can leave their house. And it's really sad, you know, it's been yeah. a hard year for everybody. So like I said earlier about Gobble Gobble, man, I've just been, as a dad, it's like, and I wonder if all the parents out there listening, listening know what I'm talking about. It's like, man, you think it's hard for an adult to go through 2020. Imagine how kids oh got to deal God. with all oh this, right? Yeah. And I've been so proud of my daughters, um, just how they, how resilient they've been and handling this year, not being able to see their friends. But so I just wrote a little song about, all the things we missed and uh it's it's a little bit of an ode to 2020 um and uh this there's at least one line that i think everybody will be able to relate to at some point in this song it kind of just sums up all the feelings that we've had in 2020 i'd be happy to play it for you if you want to hear it okay here's what we do we're getting close to the break can we come back can, can we hold you over can you again? do one more segment Absolutely, man. I'll be over here frying my turkey, man. (laughs) I keep forgetting you said you're you're from Illinois, so I made some assumptions because you're in Nashville. You you don't. I I can't believe you even mentioned stuffing. That was embarrassing. (laughs) And uh, and and you seem a little perplexed about frying of a turkey, like it's (laughs) yeah, yeah. Well, we've all northern showing. We've all seen the videos of it going bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you just said stuffing on the Rick and Bubba show. (laughs) Stuffing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stuffing is what you get after you eat turkey. Right. You are stuffed. Well, now I know for a fact that it's. I'm going to have some dressing. Yes. And I'm going to have some giblet. Gravy. There, there you go. go. Thank you. Amen. See, you, you know, you're coachable. That's what <laughs> I. You know, we're, we're, this part of our of our culture. If you mention something being stuffed, that you go show somebody the deer you shot last year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll come back. Matthew West is with us. He did a quarantine song too, and we all hope, just like him, that it wouldn't be relevant anymore. I know. And uh, Matthew, may I suggest for next year the vaccine song? <laughs> <laughs> the vaccine. vaccine. The vaccine. <laughs> Ooh, that hurt. <laughs> More with Matthew West. If you leave us, have a great Thanksgiving. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, everybody, this is Garth Brooks, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. You know, I'm no stranger to the fridge myself. Uh, we're back. Six minutes past the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here. Uh, and we welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, well, Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. And thank all of you for spending a few hours with us each and every day. Yeah, we are spending time uh, and hanging out here and, and, and really talking Thanksgiving and 
his new Gobble Gobble song that a lot of you have liked. Some have asked for it to become the new tradition on the show versus the other Gobble Gobble song. Uh, Matthew West. I'm going so Matthew West going is, uh, is with us, and we've been hanging out a little while if you're just now joining us, uh, and he did play uh, the Gobble Gobble song. And uh, we've been catching up, and uh, we he, he mentioned that he wrote a quarantine song. Uh, and, you know, our very own Eddie Van Adler wrote one called COVID-19, You Ruin Everything. <laughs> uh, and uh, and that's, uh, that's on our new CD this year. So, yeah, I, I think a lot of musicians and, and songwriters were, you know, you're, you're inspired by whatever situation you're in. Uh, and you wrote this one from more of a, uh, a kid's point of view of how it looks to them, the things they can't do. Is that what it was kind of the, the, the motivation? Well, it, it was uh, my family and I discovered this new thing during uh, lockdown. It's called walking. And, <laughs> you know, apparently, you just put your phones and devices down and just walk and talk to each other. Right. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Uh-huh. And so one of the things, you know, I'll tell you two things that we would do on those walks. One of them, we would joke and say, all right, what's one thing? This was at the height of lockdown. What's one thing you could do if you could do it right now? And I thought they'd pick some big thing, like, let's go to the beach or something. And they were like, I I just want to go to Target and buy a bunch of crap. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And and so I made it. So and then the other thing we would do is we talk about, hey, what's one surprise blessing of the day? Like, what's one thing you're thankful for today that maybe you're surprised about? And those two things, those walks really changed our whole demeanor for the day. And as a dad, man, you're just trying to figure this out. Like, how do we, you know, not how do I take care of my team, my band, my crew, all my employees, but really, you know, how do I take care of the people inside the walls of my home? So we wound up just writing. I wrote this ode to 2020 from a dad's perspective, even just about all the things we miss. And, uh, you know, maybe this will uh, hit close to home for somebody listening right now. You ready for a little quarantine life? Let's, Let's hear it. Let's go. I wish that I could go to Target. It's been a few weeks. I'd spend a couple hours shopping and buy something I don't need. Last night I dreamed I went to Starbucks I heard him say welcome back Then I woke up and drank a bad cup of coffee Through a homemade mask And now I'm sad Quarantine life, quarantine life Can't lose weight but I'm losing my mind Quarantine life, quarantine life Killing that corona with the Clorox wipe It's lonely inside But we're gonna survive this quarantine life Quarantine life, it ain't all good, but it's all all right. I think I might have had a birthday, but I don't know what month it is. And on the days I take a shower, yeah, I consider that a win. That's true. And every day my wife's complaining because they closed the salon. And now she's looking like a stranger to me. I always thought she was a blonde. (laughs) Oh, quarantine life, quarantine life. Friday night toilet paper shopping online. Quarantine life, quarantine life. Made the Tiger King famous overnight, yeah. (laughs) It's gonna be fine. It's quarantine life, quarantine life. It ain't all good, but it's all all right now. I want to leave my house. I want to touch my face. I want to hug my friends. I never thought I'd say. I want to go to work. 
I want to wear some pants. I want kids to go to school. I love them, but oh man. I want to play a show doing what I love. I want to go to church and crack a barrel of brunch. I want to leave my house. I want to touch my face, but it's just another day in this quarantine life. Quarantine life. Oh. I'm sick and tired of this quarantine life, quarantine life. Friday night toilet paper shopping online. <laughs> it's lonely inside, but we're gonna survive this quarantine life, quarantine life. It ain't all good, but it's all all right. Yeah, quarantine life. Oh, you nailed it. You yeah. nailed it. Yeah, you work. You have been in the quarantine line. <laughs> <laughs> Made the Tiger King famous, man. That's a that's a tearjerker song, man. I'm working on a new album inspired by the year. That's going to be on that album. The album's called Dumpster Fire, so it's going to be in stores. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dumpster Fire. Well, we were laughing in in the break because. We were asking uh, Matthew, has when's the last time he did a concert? And then his first line was, "You talking about in front of people?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, with man. The, yeah. I might be singing a Christmas song at the Opry here sometime this holiday, and I'm, I'm already nervous just by the thought of it because it's like, man, being up on stage, it's crazy, man. You know, we're we're out of all, us musicians, man. Pray for us. We're out of routine, but uh, you know, but it comes back to you fast. You know, I mean, just even getting to talk to you guys today in my mind, what I'm thinking about as we're talking is that there's somebody out there listening. At least they told me y'all had some listeners. Well, well, we, yeah, every now and then, every now and then, somebody finds us by accident. Yeah. Quarantine life, daddy. Quarantine daddy the radio won't change. Right. Where are these guys? Yeah, you know, we used to we usually have golden ticket seats in here. People watching nice. in a live studio yeah. audience. Now we do have a guy outside in the mask looking through the window today right. yeah. for his fortieth birthday. Yeah, and uh, but uh, happy birthday, sir. Yeah, mm. so we'll have to get you here and let you uh, play here in the studio when things get back to normal or somewhat normal. But mm-hmm. we were talking in the break, and I actually think think this shows a lot of humility because he could have just kept it to the people that were there. But Chris Tomlin, to your yeah. point, you know he did, he just got to play the Opry and he was going to introduce this new Christmas song that he has, and then they start and. And he doesn't know where to come in, and 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 he just stops the band and says, "I'm so sorry. Can we do this over?" And he looks around. He said, "I haven't performed in front of people in almost a year." <laughs> I mean, you know, you think you somebody? How many times has he been on stage and sang? And but he got oh, up there and it felt weird. It does. I mean, you know, when you're, it's like a muscle, man. I mean, when you're when you're out of that that routine. I mean, normally guys like us and Chris Tom, all the artists, like. You know, we're doing 80, 90, 100 shows in a year and your communication, I mean, throughout the year, it just gets stronger and your ability to sing your voice gets stronger because you're used to. And so it's it's going to be an interesting thing. I have a feeling like a whole bunch of us when when and, and when life goes back to normal. We'll be three song, three shows into our tour and calling the doctor to say <laughs> we, our voices are tired. You know, yeah. so. no, you're, you're right, but I'll tell you one thing: whenever you guys are back out there, don't miss these early shows. I mean, yeah. I think you're yeah, going to yeah, see things real. you never saw before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True, and you're going to see you're going to see artists and musicians more excited than ever. I mean, true story. It's like, and this is you know, every industry's been hit hard. I do think that there's, you know, it's interesting how divided our country is because. We we're all finding ourselves on some pretty level ground throughout this yeah. year, too, even though we're still so divided. But, you know, I mean, look, my guitar player just had a he's got a one year old baby girl and he's got to go hang some drywall for his father in law. Why? Because exactly. that's what a Nashville musician does, man. Right. They work. And when they can't do the work they love to do, 
they do the work they have to do. And you know what? That's not just the music industry. I bet somebody listening right now is nodding their head going, you know what? That's been me right now. Like one lane's closed. I got to go find another way to provide for me and my family. And and then we know that God provides too. So when I think about what this year's meant for, for me and my family, for my team, my musicians, man, I, I got so many people who help me do what I do. And I'm and I love them so much. And uh, and so for their sake, even like, man, we hope and we pray that we'll be back on stage once again soon. Matthew, we just hope we don't see you down at the airport playing for tips. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that was always so interesting to me when we'd fly into Nashville because you see you see those people and you go, wow, these people are really trying to make it or they're headed back. You know, yeah. well, you know what we're going to do for you, though, if that ever happens, God forbid. Yeah. Everybody just keep moving out like we don't know it's him. <laughs> Well, hey, Rick, don't hey. we know? Isn't that Matthew over there? <laughs> no, they just keep moving. It's Gobble Gobble song, Daddy. Here's my promise to you. If you ever see me at the airport playing for tips, I'll be wearing a turkey costume. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you touched on this on, on, on a, 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 a spiritual point, though. And it's really, I think, if you can get this mindset and something that, that, that God has been teaching me, and, and now we'll get back to that teaching, you get in this situation and you know that God is sovereign. Okay, so you know that none of this caught him by surprise. Nobody ran into the throne room and says, "You're not going to believe what's going on." Yeah, <laughs> there's a pandemic. Twenty twenty is out of control. And and so what That'll you have preach. to do, what you have to do though, and and this is what's helped me a lot through this, Lord, what are you trying to teach me? Mm. Yeah. So what are you mm. teaching? Because nobody teaches like the Lord. So what are the things that you're teaching right now? Because I know that you allowed this because I know you could have stopped it. So uh, and so so what are you teaching us as as a macro as a country as yeah, a society as yeah. a world but also what are you teaching us individually in our own individual right. lives right and, and w- when you start to ask that question here's what becomes possible you it, what becomes possible is you get to actually look back at 2020 as a year that made you better and stronger and wiser and your character was shaped because you started to look at it from What's possible here? What could I be learning? What could I be taught here? How can I grow this year? As opposed to going, well, let's just pretend 2020 never happened. I mean, look, throughout history, it's it's out of the ashes. We always talk about rising up out of what? Out of good stuff? No, out of the ashes, man. And I think 2020 is the ashes. And the reminder that I've loved this whole year is in John 16, 33. Yeah, says, baby. In this world, you will have trouble. Not Be your trouble. mind. God, God's not surprised. But he said, take heart, because I have overcome the world. And man... This, you know, we got so much to be thankful for today. And maybe this year is a year for us to not think as much about what we want, but to be thankful for what we have and uh, yep. and to ask what we can Preach learn it. along the way. Preach, Love it. Amen. That's right. Hey, hey, don't you say we don't have anything to be thankful for tomorrow. We got a lot to be thankful for. That's right. For. Huh? Matthew West, thanks for being with us, buddy. Yeah. It, it was hey. my honor, man. Thank y'all so much. Uh, we enjoyed it, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you. And, and you know, normally we're not this kind of Northerners. Yeah. This is. <laughs> You're fitting in. We thank God for your wife. <laughs> I'll send y'all some giblet grape. We'll be right back. See you, buddy. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-three minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and here we go. Our thanks 
to Matthew West for being on. Jeff Dunham still to come on the program today. Uh, now the lines are open, and Harry Murdahl is there. It's our first time to talk to you today. Please make it good. Yeah, and this is uh, you know Thanksgiving Eve, so we, we want to chat with you and find out what's on your mind. Here we go. A long-distance directory assistance, Eric Hope 212. So also reminders, uh, there will be a Bible study on the YouTube channel today, even with the Thanksgiving weekend. We'll go ahead and do that. Uh, we're almost finished with Second Peter. Uh, we'll get close to finishing that, most of Chapter 3 today. Uh, and we'll chat with that uh, on that topic at, at noon central, one o'clock Eastern, live on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. It's archived soon after if you're new to the Wednesday Bible study. I mean, you can watch it whenever you uh, want to or listen to it. It'll be archived to our podcast channel and also our YouTube channel. And we'll put links on all of our social media platforms as soon as it is available. And then you can take that and consume it on your own time. Let's start with Mike uh, out of the great state of. Kentucky trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones are trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone trolling. Troll. Mike, thirty <laughs> seconds. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, folks. Just wondering uh, how the deer situation's going. Uh, you guys seeing some bruisers? Uh, no bruisers. Bubba did take a a nice eight point uh, on opening weekend, and I saw hey. a bunch of does and maybe some spikes, but no bruisers. Yeah, I saw one at Fort Knox. I go there every year for uh, quota hunts, and, man, uh, they got some monsters. Man, he made me about sick uh, being about 150 yards away, and you got a shotgun. I just. Uh, oh, man. It's one of the reasons why I've never really bow hunted, to see that big bruiser come out, and I realize so at 80 yards he's out of range. We've we've seen uh, some pictures of one that's coming out, and he's running everybody else off the feeder, mm-hmm. and he's nice. And, and I, don't you love it? <laughs> he's hey, a little bossy out there. Speaking of pictures, have y'all seen the rare white deer in Wisconsin that they're mm-hmm. asking not to shoot? Yeah. No, How I, beautiful is that? Haven't yeah. seen that one, but I, there's a place, and they call them where where that gen, that recessive gene is in their deer herd. I can't think what it's called. And they have pictures of them, Helms, where you look out through the woods and see multiples. Wow! Out in the woods with mm-hmm. those, with the, the completely white. Yeah, they're just like that. And the way they like look a is piebald deer. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, just full blown, full blown nice. white. So evidently, this is roaming around, and they're asking. I don't know if it's illegal to hunt it or not, but they're asking people not. To. I think it's one of those deal where they can actually hunt it, but they're yeah, telling people. That. Hey, let's keep this thing around. Don't don't be shooting. You know, I have to tell you, if I'm you, I move to a snowy area. Yes, because that's not good in the green. What was it? Uh, what story did we just do the other day about it? Wasn't there the was a moose. It was a moose. It was a moose. It was a moose. And yeah. there was a the video of it crossing. Yeah. It was just looked like it had been dipped in white paint. Right. Richard <clears throat> in Bessemer. Richard, 30 seconds. Go ahead. How's it going, guys? I'm good. I was going to say, y'all need to get Adler to play the uh, the You Name It song. It's, it's pretty much a Thanksgiving song. I think y'all like that one. You Name It? Yeah, I'm not, not uh, I don't remember. Careful, that. guys. That could be a trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drew and Fort. Easy, easy searching that one. Drew in Fort Payne, Alabama. Drew, go ahead. What's up, Megan? You, Buddy. You. How's it? Well, I've been put in charge of doing my family's Thanksgiving turkey this year, and I've got seven sisters and one brother, and i got to do a big one. So how do y'all Ooh. suggest I do this thing? I gotta, I'm got a smoker. I love smoking stuff. I've smoked everything from ribs to butts to brisket and i'm thinking about smoking it but i can't get away from that butterball man it's, it's just the way to go well like i, said, like I told matthew west i don't know if you heard that we're, we're traditional at uh, at the burgess house we do the you brine it uh you you oven roast it and you know that takes um you have to buy how many pounds the turkey is how many hours it takes 
Uh, so, um, you know, you really probably need to talk to Sherry, not me. All I do is help her put it in the oven, take it out. We have been frying yeah. ours for the last several years, which is really, really good. And then this year decided to do something a little bit different, and uh, we're picking one up from somewhere. So I'm not really familiar with uh, what how Betty's got all that worked out, but I was told I would not have to fry, so that's all. I just yeah, said, okay. Right. Yeah, but and you, and if you're going to fry, you got to be careful. I mean, we had the fryer that was made to do that inside, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of disasters with frying. Turkey. Well, and the problem he's going to have, too, with the, with, with the size, he's ha- the people he's got to serve, yeah, there's very a, few fryers that can take a turkey that large. Yeah, yeah. You'd, yeah, you'd have to do a couple of little ones. You'd almost have to do two medium ones. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, there's a lot of great information out there you can find on YouTube. The brining and all that I know is important because turkey can be can dry out really easy, and you got to be sure you cook it the right amount of time, the right temperature, the, the proper brining if you're going to oven roast it for it to come out juicy. And a lot of businesses, you know, these restaurants are uh, offering turkeys this year that, you know, they've had a hard year with uh, the shutdown and all. So, you know, the pickup services work very well. They do. They do. And uh, I think we're getting that and a ham. Yeah. It'll yeah. work. I don't know if you saw across the street the ham frenzy yesterday. No. Yeah, it, was a, it, was, it was a it. frenzy. Well, now, we're, we're getting it from a restaurant close by, so they, mm-hmm. it'll be ready to go when we get it. Well, I love him, honey bake, so. Oh, I know. Golly. A little crunchy on yeah. the outside. Oh, my goodness. Huh? Hey, now. Good night. Can't stand Apparently, it. a lot of people feel that way about no, it. So I, I just looked yesterday, you know what I said? No ham this year. Mm. I, I didn't get out ahead of it. I, 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 didn't, I just didn't think about it, and that's on me. Uh, and now that one is closed. <laughs> but the, well, How about I'll be picking up one that's that's ready to go later after my terrible story of our tuck being ruined. Can you keep from spoiling it before you I eat don't it? Know. I'm not going to talk about it too much. I don't want to mojo myself. I'll just say the plans are in place. Did you go ahead and order it, though? So it's done, Yes, right? I was contacted, actually, by the owner. Of, well, thanks for place. leaving us out of that. Well, he said, hey, I got one more, and I, hey, what a blessing. Thank you, buddy. We'll continue with your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> 35 minutes past the hour. Happy Thanksgiving from the entire Rick and Bubba show. Thankful for you and your continued support of what we do. Now, 27 years coming up in January as we're getting ready to close down our 26th year and have our 27th birthday uh, in January. Uh, all right, so Therabreath, if you're going to see any family at all for Thanksgiving, I know it may not be as many people as in the past, uh, but your family still prefers fresh breath. Uh, uh, and you, a lot of you have had these masks on. You've been smelling your breath. You know you need it. Hey, how about that how when about you get a whiff of that? Huh? How about that wake-up call? Woo-hoo-hoo! You know what you know? This mask is working because my air's <laughs> going, not not going out. It's coming back. <laughs> it sure is. So, and I had Mexican for lunch. Good night. So here's what you do. You use the TheraBreath mouthwash and tooth, uh, toothpaste to get started. Then when you get out there like Bubba's talking about and we eat something for lunch or you have your first cup of BuzzBox coffee and you're like, okay, now my breath does not feel fresh again. You do the lozenges. Uh, they've also got stuff for dry mouth. They've got also also some, some stuff for you know healthy gums. Uh, and so if you'd like to find all the products, you just go to therabreath.com. If you'd like to see what's available in the retail stores, then you can find it at Walgreens, Walmart, CVS, Target, Publix, Kroger, Winn-Dixie, and more. Uh, plus, over a hundred different countries now use these clinically proven Therabreath formulas. Uh, so, and remember, poor oral hygiene can can lead to a lot of problems uh, in your health. So, you want to take care of that, and Therabreath can help. So, uh, go to rickandbubba.com. You also find the Therabreath link 
right there under the sponsors. Now, we're going back uh, to the phones at 866-WE-BE-BIG. But before we do, we did have a listener ask us, the song's called? Uh, the You Name It Challenge. It's, the, it's a, your grandmother's response to when you ask her what is for Thanksgiving. Okay, it's your grandmama's response when we say, hey, grandmama, what, what are we going to have for Thanksgiving? It's only one minute. Uh, so Adler has has screened it, and he says we he thinks it's worthy. Mm-hmm. So so here we go. The liquor here. Look, look. I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ranch, raw beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit. Beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ranch, raw raw beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys. I've been re- rendered speechless. Oh, Please tell me you saw the chihuahua. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it was a little two step. <laughs> All right, to the phones we go. Randy out of Huntsville. Randy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. You look like Marsh Day. You name hey. it. All right, go ahead. Hey, morning, Biggins. Hey. hey. All right, I've got a question of questions for you guys. You'll have to think on this one. For the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, they got the extravagant floats and the giant balloons. Who and what is on the Rick and Bubba float, and who and what is the giant balloon? Thanks. Well, that's a great question. You name it. <laughs> you name it. Uh, so, uh, what would we put on there? I, I have to uh, think about that. Wow, yeah. that's an in-depth question. It's probably that logo right there, a big old balloon. Yeah, probably maybe the big giant wheel of meat. We got yeah. it on the float for sure, spinning right. it. Mm-hmm. And you got that on the on the float for sure. Yeah. What What do you think about um, uh, maybe the big balloon? Oh, gosh, you think about it, would it be a, would it be a food item that we like? Would you know, it be a big just, old biscuit? Uh, you know, I'd like to have a – I'll tell you what I would like for it to be. A big, just big old bowl of gravy, and we're all jumping in it. That's good. <laughs> That's real good. <laughs> I love That's where your mind went. Does That's it have like unreal. a diving board on it? So we just good. Good. Now we're unreal. sliding down a straw. <laughs> <laughs> or that little that – A ladle. It's got a ladle, like a slide into it. Here comes Rick and Bubba, folks. What they have here is a, a it's kind of a giant ladle that they, uh, it's, it's filled with gravy, uh, and they are, it's giblet gravy, and you know, there goes Bubba sliding it. He just uh, hit a piece of lever. And that behind them is a, is a wheel of, what is that, a wheel? Now, it's a wheel of meat is what it is. Uh, and they've got it forever landing on turkey and ham. Yep, yep. Uh, let's go to Daniel and Milton. Daniel, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Green Acres, fellas. Thank you for the call, buddy. Go ahead. I really hate to go from the uh, sublime to the ridiculous because you guys are having so much fun with the uh, Thanksgiving talk. Yes. But you, I think it was Rick that had said something along the lines of uh, our leaders, um, the one thing they're most scared about is being voted out of office. Um, how is that possible if they are uh, – 
possibly rigging elections. How does that play into it and the fact of why would they even be scared anymore? Well, now, for, if you prove that they can do that and that turns out to be absolutely true to, to the degree that they can swing enough votes that they can make the election go however they want, well, once that's proven, then it's it's a whole new ball game because you make the, the obvious point. Well, I think up to yeah. this point, though. Yeah, we, we don't really know that they can do yeah, that. Yeah, up to this point, for sure, it, it appears that most of them the most important thing is being reelected. I mean, look, look at how long they stay in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, my idea of public service is you, you have a talent that you have acquired in the private sector. You go and you give back. You serve. It's public service. You serve a term or two, maybe three. I don't know. And then you go back to doing what you were doing. You don't become a professional politician on the on the public trough for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, like I, a lot of them have. Well, Bubba, on I thought, both sides. Well, the only thing is, I'm starting to think. Wonder if you're right or not, because I was a little surprised that John Kerry. You know, he he looks like he's going to be named to the Biden candidate. Yeah, he's going to be the climate czar, and I I thought he'd be excited about it, but I saw him. He, he looked kind of sad. He had a long face. <laughs> <laughs> I win. You name it. But what I say back to the caller. So right now, it's the vote. If it can be proven that politicians are developing a system that they can manipulate the votes to go however they want, and then we, the people, and our vote is not tabulated legally, then the next step would be you got to start stuffing and cuffing people. People got to be arrested, they got to be prosecuted, and they've got to be put in jail. Okay, we still have that. So then you get to law and order. If it can be proven, now that's the key. You have to prove it. And then these people, whoever would be doing this on either side of the political fence, they should all be incarcerated. They should be put on trial. They should be prosecuted. And if you can prove they did it, they should be convicted. And then they should be done away with. And then you look around at who's left, say, anybody else want to rig elections? Yeah. Okay. And and then if that doesn't work, you know, then you kind of get down to the people at some point and have to say, we are not going to stand for this. Yeah. But buddy, you get to that third phase, you got to have you got to have your act together. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, so and you you got to have a plan and you got to have uh, you got to have uh, the military at least some of it on your side, you got no chance. Look, I I still and, and again, this has nothing to do with who is going to be or not going to be president, but I I'm just I'm absolutely shocked that we have voting machines that send and are hooked to the internet to servers overseas. Is that, that, is, that, that is, is that is that true? Well, from what we've heard, it is. I don't know. That's yeah. what I'm asking. If it is, I'm shocked because I've never heard that before. Yeah, I, I'd like to know whether that's a fact or not. Yeah. Is uh, that a fact, Jack? Well, I, I don't know. Uh, let's go to Keith in Florida. Keith, go ahead. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Regan. Bye-bye. Hey, Keith. Hey, man, I, I live in the Tuniac, just outside of uh, the Alabama line. Oh, I know. And do, I listen. I, do, do, yeah. I, do, I go through there all the time, yeah. At least once yeah, a year. I listen to y'all I listen to y'all off of uh, 103.9. Yes, sir. Out of Dothan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of Dothan. Well, y'all got a commercial on there talking about this guy that clears land. And I was wondering, he, you said he's your go-to guy. I was wondering what, uh, what the uh, bulldozer man thinks about that. Hey, look, let me tell you something. I mean, I, I got so much work with Alria and, and Jeff and, and Rick. <laughs> And then people at bought Motri's place. That's all he calls them. He's never given me their name. Right. And people at bought Motri's place. And I ain't got no time. I can't go to Dothan. I ain't got time for that. So that guy it. can handle that region. He's got all that he what? can do. That region. That's what I saw. He had too far away for him to come. That's local. You know. <laughs> I like the people in Dothan, but I got, I'm covered up. I got You can't find nobody at work. But where does he like <laughs> to stay when he ain't working? Well, I mean, if I get some downtime. 
I'll go down there with Glenn to Lady Mitchell. <laughs> what do you now? like to eat when you're down there? I like a little salad <laughs> and a steak. <laughs> and I catch some crappie. That's his big thing now. He's all into crappie fishing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just now? I, I don't know. Uh, let's go to... Um, I wonder if he's ter- terrorized anybody with his dumb bull lately. <laughs> Boy, I'm going to tell you. And if, for those of you not aware of what Thank that is, it's uh, it sounds it, like Bigfoot. It, it it is it gives the most blood curdling sound in the woods, and you would swear Bigfoot is in hot pursuit. It's terrifying. Yeah, it, it makes what we heard the other day on those on those. <laughs> like, it makes it sound like nothing. I wish he'd come in here and do it. Let's go to Jerry and Piedmont. Hey, I'm sorry, real quick. Uh, I looked on, and this is from Dominion, the software company, but they are saying that their servers are ran by local of, uh, election officials and that uh, that data never leaves the control of local uh, offices. So well, good. I'm that's, glad. That's from them. That, that's just from them. They're, yeah. they're well, working. I mean, well, I, I'm, hey. you know what? If nothing else, I'm glad there has been some attention brought to it. Yeah, <laughs> we, we do need that. Answer, why, don't don't we, why don't we look over that system just to be sure? Because yeah, exactly. we do know this for a fact, too. They are used in a lot of cities and a lot of states. They want they tried to sell their system to Texas. Texas tested it, and it failed a security test twice, and Texas had nothing to do with it. Exactly. People are like, how can you How can you guys put out questioning the election? No, that's the whole point. We need to question this stuff. We need to look at this stuff. It's not undermining the election. It's just making sure that everything's legit. We have to continue to do this no matter what. Let me tell you what. There is, if, if there's a problem asking a question about something, oh, there boy. must be a problem. we got bigger problems. If you can't ask questions, you're, look, man, what do we said over and over again? If it can be... If you can gather evidence and then it can be prosecutable and proven, then you take the step. That's right. There's nothing wrong with saying we're going to take a look at it, and if we get to a place in this country where that is demonized, then we got a problem. we got a bigger problem. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. We're back. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Jeff Dunham will be with us next hour. Your phone calls, and we've been concentrating a little bit this hour on that. Don't forget the biggest shopping day of the year coming up on Friday. Have you shopped the Rick and Bubba store at Rick and Bubba? Spell out the word and.com. Go there for all the information. Click on the store. Some really cool, uh, and some of them unique to this year. Uh, and uh, items that are brand new this Christmas season. And you can grab them all as great gift ideas for Christmas. I know shopping may be a little different. And we talked about that, how Black Friday will be handled here in the old, the old pandemic. Uh, so, uh, so we'll, we'll look into that. The thing we're dealing with right now, you know, we've got the guys coming home, um, the son's coming home for Christmas and, you know, last night was the, everybody didn't get their hair cut or whatever. And I, I don't know when <sighs> Boomer will arrive, but I, boy, I saw young Broderick take some heat last night. He's, <laughs> he, he, he is, you know, he's, he's a working man now. He's, he's got a full-time job and, and he's he hasn't quite learned that even though you have a full-time job, even jobs allow you to do things like 
you know, go get your haircut. Yeah, yep. you know, still, still keep those kind of get go get your oil changed in your car. You know, everybody's okay with that. And I appreciate your work ethic, and I'm glad that you're all in. But, uh, but the problem was, Mama had got him an appointment, and he he he, he flagged it. Mm. Oh, I, 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 I oh, that must be a fancy place with an appointment. Oh yeah, he said he said, well, I, I, I just forgot all about it. Mom said, well, did you call and tell him you couldn't come? No, I just mm. forgot about it. Uh oh. And he's sitting there, and he's got. You know, he comes from you know, Greg and I in our family. It's weird. You either have the really straight, you know, like, kind of like mine, just real straight, real fine hair. You know, like it, you can't do much with it. It's just straight. And then you have this this bit coming from Dad, this kind of wiry yeah. texture to some of the hair. And you know, and, and Boomer and 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 uh, and Brody, they have uh, young Brody. They have that wiry kind of thing. And then Brooks has the hair just like mine, yeah. and uh, and and you know the wiry people when they let it go, it starts getting oh, it's like Puff City. It, it, it's Puff City, and hey, you think oh, hey, yeah, young Broderick will walk around with Puff City in a second, <laughs> and uh, didn't have time. Right? And Sherry was like, "Well, I was going to get a picture of all y'all together wearing Rick and Bubba hoodies," and I'm like, "Well, they're hoodies. Maybe haven't put the hoodie on." Yeah, you know, you, I mean, it was like it doesn't. This it's not where it's just a portrait. <laughs> just hoodie up. To the oh, phones, yeah. we, 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 we continue at 866-WE-BE-BIG, Tim in Pinson, Alabama. Timmy, how about it, buddy? Hey, it's Tim Buckley. How you doing? I want to ask you, uh, Rick, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Thank you. I love you guys, but uh, Rick, on your Bible studies, I wonder, and if it's in the archives, I didn't find it, but if you do, I apologize. Have you ever uh, done anything on a study on the first Samuel or second Samuel in the Old Testament? Uh, as far as expository, going through just that those books, I have not, and uh, and so look for some of that. I've been thinking about doing some uh, some Old Testament books uh, coming up next year. So so I plan Great. on doing that. So Great. I appreciate that. Now we've covered some Old Testament stuff in some of the books that we've gone through that feature some of the parts of the Old Testament. But as far as yeah. word for word, verse for verse, no. I have not done that. I've had some other people mention that, and Sherry and I were talking about that too. So look for that coming in 2021. I heard uh, Song you. of Solomon was on the list. Is yes. That right? Well, you know, i got to study that at home be sure I get it right. <laughs> you know, because, you, hey, you want, you, you, want, you want to be sure you got it. Yep. yep. Uh, so uh, I look, love that you've added the word <laughs> expository to your repertoire. Yep. It's a good quality word. It is. I didn't understand it first time I heard it, yeah. and uh, I had to look yeah. it up when yeah. you first. I still said don't it. know what it meant. Well, it's growing in my faith. I would hear this before, yeah. and I was. I'm trying to learn what some of these things meant that I, I just I, wouldn't. No, I, I didn't know enough to know. Rick, to your point, you said it one day, and I had to look it up. That's when. That's when someone teaches or preaches word for word directly from the Bible. They're not reading commentaries. They're not doing. It is here's verse one uh, of chapter one, and let's go through it word for word. And so we do that some on the Wednesday Bible study, but we also do books and, mm-hmm. and topics as well. Uh, it's doing Second Peter now for those of you that if you're not doing it, we're about to finish that up this week, uh, next week. Uh, most of it will be done today, and then we'll finish next week. Uh, let's go to Randy in Huntsville, 100.3 The River. Randy, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you all? Fantastic. Uh, Biden was talking about how everybody's hurting this season and, you know, to reach out for, you know, your delivery people and stuff to, you know, help them out too. Have you heard this? No, but I, I, I didn't. I didn't hear him do it, but I, I understand. Well, all I can think of is he's going to raise their taxes next year. But go yeah, ahead. yeah, he's really going to hit them after this. Well, Biden was saying, you know, to reach out to these people that's being hurt, you know, like uh, for your delivery riders, you know, to go out there and you know and give their horse uh, maybe an apple or a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That is real good. <laughs> Dallas in Birmingham. Dallas, go ahead. Hey guys, uh, whenever y'all get a chance uh, on the interview with uh, Jeff Dunham, um, 
can y'all ask him about the reference that y'all talked about a while back where people were sending y'all emails on uh, Walter and uh, Joe Biden and oh, yeah. references? Uh, and uh, I'm just going to get y'all to ask him that and see how many times he gets that. And then a does, bunch. Joe, does, um, does Jeff Dunham, does he already have a liner for the show? Does he? Did we do a Jeff Dunham liner ever? That's a great uh, question. He may have done it as Walter. I don't know. As he may uh, have Walter with him. Let me, let, me, let me see. <laughs> I mean, he may. That's not out of the question. Oh, yeah, it? we do have a Jeff Dunham line here. Hi, this is Jeff Dunham. Yeah, and this is Walter. And every time we're in town, we listen to Rick and Bubba. We've been here once. Yeah. Right. Guys, it's not out of the question that Walter joins. No, that. you're right. I mean, I, yeah, if, we're, if we're zooming, that way he didn't have to travel with them, bring them in here. Well, and I, why do I feel like there's a whole new window of opportunity for new characters yes. for Jeff right now? Oh, let's go to Todd and Dothan. News Talk 103.9. Todd, go ahead. What's up, Megan? Buddy. Todd, how are you? I'm, I'm doing great, man. So, hey, listen, I uh, was listening to your uh, little, little skit about the uh, Thanksgiving parade, the Macy's parade, your float. Yes. So, Who's going to be a celebrity? Do you have to have a celebrity on? Your well, a lot of them do. A lot oh, of them really? do. You know, I, I told you when we were there, we saw a new upstart group called Boys to Men on one. Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of the you don't you see the ones that are trying to break in. Those, those are the ones that need to PR, and that's who the record companies get on the floats. Of course, if you have not heard, this year's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and I'm not joking, is one block long. Unbelievable. They're going to they're gonna parade them in front of the TV cameras, in front of Macy, and then that's it. And nobody can come to watch. I, I'm serious. That's what they said. It, now, is, they'll have to line up probably for three miles to get them all lined right, up. Yeah, right. <laughs> But, you know, we have to use, you know, the influence we have to try to get somebody on there that I know would do it for us. So it looks like ours, again, this year, I have three on the string. <laughs> That's right. Award winning. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goods. fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Seven minutes past. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, it is the Rick and Bubba Show Thanksgiving Eve. Happy Thanksgiving. To you and to yours, from our home to your home, or if you can't get to your home, you maybe you're stuck in your home, whatever the case may be. Uh, 
The gang's all here, and we welcome back Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. How you well, doing? Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Bubba, I know that uh, it's... And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I know that we usually stay away from On This Day in History, but we've had a few biggies this week. But I think the reason why we need to do this one today as well is because I think in our current state of America, we might want to... I think it's a good time, and I'm not trying to be pessimistic or Debbie Downer. I'm just trying to be wise and, you know, just prepare. You know, prior planning prevents poor performance. Debbie That's Downer. what I've heard. Uh, and and if you prepare and then you never need to, no biggie there. But if you don't prepare and you needed to have prepared, that's when you have a problem. So I think now more than ever, nobody panic. <clears throat> I think we need to look around um, how communism works, uh, how socialism works, to kind of get an idea. Or does it work? Uh, well, yeah. that's uh, how it operates. That's a better <laughs> word. How, how, <laughs> how it fails. Yeah, how it operates. Now, Remember, the ruling class lives one way, you live another. Already seen a little bit of that, a la Governor Newsom. Yep. yep. Okay. He showed us that. Yeah. And, and, you know, locking you down while he's out to eat at the French mm-hmm. laundry. And Queen Victoria there in Michigan. You've seen yep. that she and her husband, you know, kind of a little, little different than everybody else. Sure. Lock everybody down, husband out to uh, enjoy boat ride. Right. Cuomo yeah. and de Blasio, they pretty much just do whatever they want. Now, everybody else, you better watch out. So I want to take you, you back. You mean the Emmy Award winning Cuomo? Yeah, the Emmy Award winning Cuomo. I want to take you joke. back to 1999. Uh, and that is when uh, Elian Gonzalez. On this day, Rick. Yep. Uh, five, November 25th. Five-year-old Cuban boy whose mother uh, got floated on a raft to, to flee Castro and communist Cuba to get her son to the, the freedom shores of the United States of America, sadly losing her life in the process. I will say this again. Elian Gonzalez was protected by dolphins. Mm-hmm protected by dolphins to get him to the shore where his family, grandparents and, and other family members, took them in their arms. The mama got him to freedom. Uh, but then our government allowed uh, the communist country to take Elian back, and we went and got him at gunpoint. Rick, that was that's, that's one of the t- worst pictures I've ever seen. And there it that, is. That's how embarrassing. How embarrassing. How, how embarrassing. And it's all over the technicality that he was picked up. He never made it to the beach. Mm-hmm. If he'd have floated another 200 yards, he would have been fine. And then, but they picked him up out of the water, so that left him open to being sent back Cast- to a communist regime. And, and, and Castro got his biological daddy, who had not had anything to do with him for quite a while. Yeah. Suddenly he became the, Very the, interested. the, the world's greatest dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and wanted uh, Elon back with him. As we know, all dads would want their kids to come back if they loved them to communist Cuba versus being with their grand. You remember when Elon was at Disney World? Yeah. Do you remember how much yeah. fun he was having? Yes, I know. And, I know. Of course, now, you know, he's in, I think he served in the Cuban military and probably today is cracking sugar cane for all of us. <laughs> all right. But uh, he was. Uh, but and now I don't care. Now, now, when anybody came to visit, of course, Elian was presented oh, as yeah. living the life of Riley. Sure, yeah. sure. You know, and look, there he was when he thought he'd made it to America. Look at that, that smile. smile. Boy, Good night. You know, I'm going to say again. I, I'm, I'm still, you know, I said this at the time. I still think the irony of all of that is going to come full circle. I think he will be the one that leads the revolution against the Castros in Cuba someday or his offspring. 
You know, let, let's hope it goes that way. Not, Wouldn't that be sweet? Not that he's used to punish America for what we did. Right, right. Okay, because right. it could go that way, too. Yeah, I understand. Right, so. Yeah. <laughs> we may already be even punished. <laughs> yeah. If you I looked w- around. I wonder what God wanted in all this. I don't mm. know, the fact that the Dolphins are helping him? Yeah. Uh, but there he is in his military uniform, Bubba, look at him. He, that's an enthous- enthusiastic wave of the flag, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You can yeah, almost yeah. see the gun pointed at him right out of the frame <laughs> right. there. I'm looking into his eyes. To, yeah. It's a different look from Disney. <laughs> yeah, World. it's a, it really is. It's more of a hollow-eyed look. <laughs> yeah. uh, he may be blinking SOS. Somebody <laughs> right. check. But uh, so that was a that was but I want us to that's important to look at that because you know communist governments uh, they love they love propaganda they're, they're not big on freedom no no and no, no. And, uh, and if you tried to leave they'll they'll bring you don't you're not free to go yeah. not big a, not big on traveling abroad right? <laughs> no, no. you remember all the baseball hardly players hardly ever go back all the baseball players every time they play an international event they defect yeah, yeah, sure, oh, yeah. Sure, sure. and then look they're making millions yeah so think about that. You know, always it was always interesting to me, especially in this country, because in this country, oh here I go, Rick. Thanksgiving tomorrow. Rick, it's Thanksgiving. Well, you almost made it. I thought we was going to talk about college football. But if I don't say this, I'll bust. Huh? I, if I don't say this, I'll bust. Alabama okay. number one. Right. So in this <laughs> in this country right now, I mean, if if a woman involving her child. She can do with that child whatever she wants, and whatever she wants to do with that child, by golly, we need to all stand by and just say, that, hey, the, hey, who are we to tell her what to do? Well, here's this mama that floats her baby uh, across the doggone gulf to to get this this child. Ever uh, been out in the water 90 miles yeah. out in the ocean? Right? Yeah. <laughs> 90 miles out in the ocean, she, she brings this it's kid. It's the gulf. I know technicality, but yeah. it's like an it's ocean. a lot of Come water. Yeah. To, it brings this kid to the shore. sharks in it. Dies. Helmsy. Yeah dies in the process to get mm. him to the shores, and we send him back to communist Cuba. Wasn't it? A, and, and look, Suddenly, this, all of a sudden, the daddy was important. This may be, I was very, I wasn't very young, but I was immature and dumb. Mm-hmm. But wasn't it a Democrat Attorney General, Janet Reno, oh, who, yeah. sent, oh, who ordered Reno. all this oh, back? Billy C. Reno by gunpoint. Bill Clinton I mean, was president. They all loving left. I can't remember if she'd burned Waco huh? down yet or not. Was that before? <laughs> I think I mean, that was. Yeah, she burned Waco down. I know. Too? You got to watch Ma Reno. But you know, Rick, but your, your example, after, buddy. Yeah. Your example's fine. So I'm standing on on the beach of, of this country. I look back behind me. You know, there's this country. And then I look and there's nothing but water in front of me. And I'm holding a child. Right. Yeah. And I think it's better <laughs> to take that child and, and be, go to the water. By the yeah. way, you died. You didn't even make it. Yeah. yeah. I look back. I'm here. I'm on land. But you know what? Even if I get eaten by a shark or die, or all better. both of us do, it's a better shot. Communist Cuba here. is so wonderful, I'll float 90 miles on the water tire. with a kid to try to get to America. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. And guys, and, and let me Rick, tell Rick, you, it ain't just right down the road. Hey, how many, don't, don't take our word for it. Talk to somebody who lived it. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody who got out. Mrs. Suko, prime oh, example. Here we go. First-hand, <laughs> first-hand knowledge. I've heard her give the speech, and, and I just—I mean, I can't believe it when I listen. Well, to any it. day that Bubba and I didn't want to do work in her Spanish class, one of us would ask her about Castro. And you didn't, there's no work that day because it's going to be a speech for the next hour. Oh, I know. <laughs> about her, them coming, well, the soldiers she, coming in, well, taking a wedding dress. Talking about her. the soldiers got her wedding dress. Man, that'll that'll bring a tear to a glass eye. Daddy was well. wealthy, did real well. He was anti-Castro, so when he took over, we're yes, coming again. Right. They had to, they had to leave with nothing. Now, now tell me today, somebody go down to the banks of Miami for me today, and are there any people standing there putting together rafts to float to Cuba? Anybody? I don't think so. Is there one person? Rick, we only have one person in history that defected to Cuba, and they were facing capital punishment. One. 
in the history <laughs> of the United States and communist Cuba. You always going to have not back when it wasn't communist. <laughs> since Castro, we've had one person defect to Cuba, and they were fleeing capital punishment. Mm-hmm. Yes. One. Let me give you that number again. Mm-hmm. Uno. Uno. And how many parents have you seen floating 90 miles mm-hmm. toward Cuba with their kid to try to get them to oh, show a bunch? Yeah. I mean, but how many from Cuba coming back? Oh, coming back, none, Rick. That'd be zero. Yeah, you don't, you don't see them floating to Cuba. That, a lot of lot floating towards America. Like, to, like today, as Miami's Beach is full it, of, of floats. People getting their float ready. It appears to be a one-way current. Right. Yeah. Various types Getting their of float ready. Yeah, you got to get out of here. Now, look, I'll tell you the way we're headed, we may see it. Yeah, well, but but then point. it's just going to be a push. You're just going from one you know overreaching government to another. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's still not worth it. <laughs> Might as well stay where at least you know how to get some. It's getting closer and closer to being a wash, really, quite <laughs> frankly. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk college football this weekend. Of course, you never know. You can get fired up about a game. Oh, somebody, calls, somebody calls COVID chasing. How many we got tracing. canceled already? Do we know? Uh, we had good. 15, then we had 17. Do we have this week's total? I think there's a, over 100 basketball games on campus. Texas State's playing. I know that. They played like 12 games. Yeah. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thanksgiving to you and yours, Kevin Derbury, with thank you. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so college football, who knows, you know, week to week, you know, are we going to have contact tracing and lose a game? And that's the thing that's aggravating is, is we're not really getting these games canceled because you have this many people that are officially sick, but that they might have exposed may have exposed other people to being sick. Uh, and then that's where you're starting to get some of these games canceled. But, again, as Helmsley talked about, the, someone needs to look at the story of Texas State. Texas State said, we'll play anybody, we're ready to go, and they played 12 games. I yep, think they've either hilarious. played 12 or they're playing their 12th this weekend. One that of the two. Great. Right, you gotta they got to consider that a success. Yeah. Well, the college football playoff not, rankings are, how are they, how they, are they, they doing, doing that? that? How are they doing it? And, nobody, and everybody's having a problem. Go ahead. It's the first edition of the college football playoff rankings. Alabama number one, Notre Dame two. Clemson three, Ohio State four, BYU debuts at number fourteen, despite a nine and zero record. Nick Saban's Crimson Tide are among four SEC t- teams appearing in the top nine of the initial rankings, along with number five Texas A and M, number six Florida, number nine Georgia. Auburn comes in at twenty two, giving the conference five teams overall in the rankings. Georgia is the highest rated two loss team. Uh, despite two double-digit defeats to Alabama and Florida. Uh, and Clemson, which lost its only game to Notre Dame in two overtimes while playing without quarterback Trevor Lawrence. It's the highest-ranked one-loss team. Well, when you look at this, I know it's going to upset some Georgia fans, but you got beat pretty convincingly in those two games, and a 49-player Mississippi State team gave you all you wanted. Yeah, and and you nearly lost that one. Uh, I'm surprised Georgia's ranked as high as that. I, I am too. That's uh, and I know that that 
Mississippi State team, which I think is what Mississippi State needed. <clears throat> you know, you get to the point when a pro, when a program when when a season, not a program, is going this poorly, you go in there and say, "Who wants to play?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to start them, with you guys. I'm going to go take 49 people that'll die on the field. Yeah. 49 people that will play lights out. I don't care how many stars are by your name. I don't care if you're scholarship. I don't care if you're a walk on. I don't care if you came over and decided to come out for practice this week and put a uniform on. Will you go out there and play hard and get after it and be willing to be laying on the field with nothing left? Put those people out there, and I think they did. Mm-hmm. And so they they were they were spirited and they got, they got after, after a very good football team. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this: um, might be a turning point for the league here. Will Will Notre Dame or Clemson knock one each? Uh, will mm-hmm. One of those disappear because Notre Dame's playing like an ACC team, so they could play in the championship. They right? Could, right? They could. Yeah, they've so already played you, once. You may lose one of those. Uh, Texas A and M uh, doesn't look like they're even going to have a chance to play I, since they're in the West Division. So that's that's a good question, I think. They're sitting there with one loss, and their only loss is to Alabama. Right. If they were to run the table, finish out. And they've had to cancel some games, right? They have. Um, Tennessee and Mississippi. Uh, but they've got LSU, Auburn, and Tennessee left. Let's say they run the table, and they're sitting at 8 or 9 and 1. Okay? And some of these other teams don't get to play because of scheduling and postponements and, and all these things, do do they take a chance of putting this one-loss SEC team as a fourth if one of these other guys slip up? Well, and you got Cincinnati. Does anybody believe that Cincinnati can find their way in this? They, They're sitting at seven. Northwestern is team. sitting at eight at 5-0. and oh. You have BYU uh, 9-0 and oh at 14, Oregon 3-0 and oh at 15. Of course, a lot of this will sort itself out as you go on. Coastal Carolina, eight no, sitting at number twenty. Can any can any of these teams outside of those top four? You know, if they, but I think you're going to have Clemson, Notre Dame. But here's the here's the big deal: Florida or Alabama one will will disappear because they're going to play an SEC championship mm-hmm. game and they're going to fall down, right? Or yeah. would they would they take a one loss Alabama team if it was close? If, yeah, well, let, well let's jump. How the game let's works. jump to the ACC. What if Notre Dame gets beat in the championship game in a close game? And then they go. Yeah. They're eight and one, and, or whatever, and one, and Clemson's whatever, and one. Right. And now they're even, and they and, beat each other, and they one. both beat each other. Are we ready to kick one of them out of the top That's four? That's true. Mm. It's gonna be. It's gonna be tough. You're right. Mm-hmm. And that, the only reason I ask about Texas A&M is because they're sitting at five. I know. Yeah. They're they're the next spot. Yeah. And if they don't lose these next three or four games. And they stay at that fifth spot, and somebody else gets beat. They they make sense. No offense to Cincinnati, but I just think the committee would have a hard time replacing an Ohio State, a Notre Dame, or a Clemson with them, no matter what their record is, if they're still in that top four. Oh right, yeah. Here's the two scenarios that you you're really going to have people get upset. The one I just gave you: Notre Dame gets beat by Clemson. They both remain. They remain undefeated. Clemson, the only loss they still have is without Trevor Lawrence, is against yeah. to Notre Dame, and then they go in and beat Notre Dame in a close game. Yeah, it's got to be close in a close game because if they don't, people maybe say, overtime well, again. Because if it's a blowout, they'll say, "Well, Trevor Lawrence made all the yeah. But anyway, so if and they're sitting there. <laughs> well, what if Florida beats Alabama? Well, that's but it's a close game. I was about to say that. That yeah. was my next phrase. Uh, so they do the same thing. I mean, what do you do then? Mm. Texas A and M. They have a favorable schedule because they play. I know Auburn at home. They play. Who else do you say they had? Tennessee, which is not having a great year. Uh, so I would assume it's, they're in a pretty good place to maybe finish out and uh, with one loss. 
Yeah, that's what. Yeah, but Alabama still got him on the head to head. But right. if Alabama yeah, were no to doubt. were to lose in the uh, either in the rivalry game, which they don't do it much at Bryant Denny Stadium, you know, it's different for some reason when they play in Auburn versus when they play at Bryant Denny Stadium in the Iron Bowl recent years. in recent years in recent years. Uh, so you don't see them, but that rivalry game, you never know what happens in rivalry games. Yeah. But Florida could legitimately beat them in the in the SEC yeah. championship game. I, I think Auburn, that's an uphill climb for them. But uh, but Florida, and as Speedy said in the kickoff hour, six and one. You know, Oregon may have a really good football team, but they're three and what are they? Two yeah. or three and yeah. zero, and, and, and probably not going to play enough games for them to even be in consideration. Well, they're going to have to play more than four games. Yeah, uh, yeah. be an interesting deal. I, the committee will – it's always interesting with them. It's going to be more interesting this year because they're having to compare apples and oranges. That's a whole other deal. Well, coming up, uh, Comedy Central, completely unrehearsed, last-minute pandemic holiday special with Jeff Dunham. We'll talk to him next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. All right, so as we make our way back, uh, don't forget Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. All the information from today's show can be found in show notes. Shop the Rick and Bubba store for Rick and Bubba gift ideas. We got some cool stuff there too. All right, so you're wondering what you're going to be doing uh, during the long weekend. Um, we got Rick and Bubba replay tomorrow and a best of show on Friday. Uh, but coming up at eight o'clock Eastern time uh, on Comedy Central. Friday night, November the 27th, Jeff Dunham's completely unrehearsed, last-minute pandemic holiday special. Uh, and we have Jeff Dunham joining us now via Zoom on the Rick and Bubba Show. Jeff, welcome back. Uh, thanks so much. You know, I was sitting there trying to remember the last time I was with you guys in studio was, like, I don't know, in the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. I think you were here. We went to lunch. We made you late for local TV. I think yeah. that's how it Oh, was. yeah. That's absolutely right. Yeah, I was late for, lo- uh, late for local TV, and I got kicked off, and they weren't happy. It was like, <laughs> well, but our lunch. Was- I-, I remember Walter having to beg forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. But our lunch was fantastic. Let's yeah, remember we the were la- we were having a good time. That's why you were late. We got carried away. Absolutely, I don't remember where it was, but I, I loved that place. It was great. Yeah. But you know what's you know what's sad? I'm going to alienate myself from you guys now. My my wife has gone completely vegan. Oh come on, Jeff. You could have <laughs> left that out. What you got? Tofu turkey tomorrow? Well, yeah, uh, no. You, with the okay, so uh, this is just a mess with you know the family. Are we going to get with my in laws who are older, yeah. or, or, or are we not going to? It's just a mess. But let's just say we do, like last year. So they they cook. We cook a turkey, and so half the people have it, and half the other and, and their family, the other side of the family, split. Half of their family knows, and half of them don't. So I'm just I'm just kind of caught in the middle. Did you know she was a vegan when you were dating her? No, she wasn't. Okay, see, that doesn't count. That does, see, that's a, <laughs> see, that's not fair. <laughs> I was tricked. You were. But you know, uh, so what does everybody else eat? Do they still, I don't know. If, what, if you're vegan, what do you eat? Yeah, well, I could, uh, a vegan Thanksgiving is what? All the sides. That's Just it. Just the sides, okay. But y'all don't, have, yeah. y'all don't have dressing in California, right? Of course we have dressing. What do does you, that mean? Well, I heard stuffing. Some of the northerners do stuffing. I don't know about. I didn't know about. Do you, do you have it difference? in a like in a you pl- a big platter? Whoa, you dip everything. it out or what? Stop everything. He said, "What's the difference? What <laughs> is, is this the day that you don't want to be on the show anymore?" Are you <laughs> <laughs> I, I just 
I just, I'm like the dog. Just fill up my plate and I'm happy. I don't know what I'm eating. What is stuffing and dressing? I, what's the difference? Oh, what is Jeff, it? Jeff. Oh, well, my okay, gosh. Okay, hold on a second. You've I never know, had I dressing. You never had I know had... the answer. I know the answer. So stuffing comes in a pan. You make the stuffing in a pan. Is that right? No, no that's, that's dressing. That's dressing. Oh, hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dressing is like you cut it almost like you're, you're, you're almost like you're cook, cutting a cake. A casserole, a casserole kind of thing, and you dip it out and put now, it. Now, in some plate. places in Kentucky, they put it in balls. But that's know, a whole but other. That's, that's a whole. That's another thing. show. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> stuffing, stuffing has like the croutons in it, and and the pieces of the inside of the turkey. Mm. You know, dressing is is all uniform together like a casserole. It's, it's okay. I I I I need to watch the Food Channel more often. I have no idea. <laughs> this is a, it is. This is a. And you know. In my Thanksgiving growing up, we just my mom and dad would just go to Luby's or Wyatt's cafeteria and pick it up and bring it home. Yeah, my yeah. dad, they didn't cook a turkey; they were lazy, lazy. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's a uh, you know, it, it's funny though. The thing about marriage, there's a scene and I can't think of the name of the movie. And my wife actually talked to me about it mm-hmm. yesterday as we were in uh, a bit of a disagreement about what we were going to have for dinner, and I wasn't crazy about what one of the choices was. And she said, well, I, "I want you to eat this with me." And I said, "Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I don't. I don't want it. I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't like this." And she always reminds me we do this of this movie, and I can't remember what it was, but it was a vegan wife who turned vegan. It's, it's your story, and so right. he, he's trying to talk to his daughter about marriage, and he says, "I am sitting here right now, and I'm eating a cheesecake made completely of tofu." <laughs> and, and look, and he goes, and he looks, and he says, "And I don't like it." But I'm eating it, <laughs> you know. So yeah, you know what you do. You do what you got to do. So okay, I tell you what. I tell you what. She has come out with a line of chocolate chip, chocolate chunk cookies. There's the dark chocolate. There's the regular chocolate chip, and there's the oatmeal. Mm. And they are completely. Uh, it's a kit. You know, you, you the mix. Yeah. I'm gonna send you guys some, okay. and you have to honestly have somebody who knows how to bake bake them. Okay. They're easy in the oven. You mix it up. It's just the, it, all you do is add water and any kind of oil you want. You mix them up. You bake the dozen. And I'm telling you, if they don't hold up to any chocolate chip cookie I, that you have, I'll be greatly surprised. Okay. And you can't tell they're they're vegan and they're also gluten free. And so all kinds of people love them. And I'm like, ah, this is going to be horrible. She has perfected this recipe over four years, and now we're starting to sell them. And I, I, I'll send you guys a couple of bags, and you have to honestly tell me what you think. And okay. You're not going to hurt anybody. Oh, I will. No, I will tell you this. You know, we, <laughs> and we, I don't know what gluten is, but apparently it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I've been rooting for gluten. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, but, it's, but Jeff, you, we brought this up because one of our kids had the gluten allergy uh, and and now we were we were pioneers of gluten free, so it was right. a, it was a nightmare to try to find. Right. I mean, and see nowadays stuff like people like your wife, man, these gluten free people now you, you've got stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go to restaurants and they go now over here we have the gluten free side. Mm-hmm. You know, when we first started out, my wife had to go find her own flour and and come up with these own things, and you know you buy yeah. you know. But now the gluten free stuff actually is quite good and there's, it's available everywhere. Mm-hmm. So here's another right. step in the right direction. Yeah. All right. Well, well send us uh, we, send us we, some. We have we have five year old twin boys now, and uh, so far no no allergies. So we got our fingers crossed. But yeah, I, I feel for you because my younger my daughters are all grown. I became a grandfather six months ago. Thank you very much. Congratulations! Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it just adds to the comedy. I got a grandson and and then two sons that are almost the same age. <laughs> but you know what? Isn't, you know, isn't that the entertainment business? Though? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, it's, 
I, I do. My kids go to school and they go, wow, your dad's really young. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk a little bit. Now, I know there's some things that are obvious. My goodness, let's just get this out of the way. Okay, everybody. We know that Walter looks like Joe Biden. We got it. I can't. You wouldn't believe the number of calls. Have you ever noticed that Joe Biden looks like uh, Walter from Jeff Dunham? Yes. And Jeff, yeah. you got to admit the similarities are, it is shocking. are striking. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it is crazy, and it, it's been a lot of fun too. Because I have my YouTube channel, and uh, we have released. A, we've done one video so far. I think it's just one where Walter is dressed up like Biden. And then my, my favorite one that we did was the debate between Biden. Yes. And, did we do two of them? I can't remember. But the debate between. Uh, he is a Grump granddad. And a, by the way, I got to tell you something. So in the video, we call him Grump and Hayden. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So um, literally 15 minutes after we released that video of Grump and Hayden, Trump said, I got a new name for Biden. It's Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> Really? So he's stealing my stuff, and I and I know that somebody was watching and stole it and gave it to him because Donald Trump Jr. Uh, tweeted about Walter something a, a few months ago. So it was like I got a joke stolen from the by the president of the United States. But that's got to feel good. That's got to feel great. I mean, oh yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> you wish he'd just give you credit on it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. a little credit would be great. But, but I saw the video, and it is you really. You, to me, you went further than you even had to. I'm like, man, this thing took a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, and and then but then the one two years ago that we did, which was the Thanksgiving one, with all the characters sitting around the Thanksgiving yes. table, and it turns into a la Animal House a food fight. The technical <laughs> stuff that that the it's it's me and one other guy, and uh, the stuff that can be done now, and that and that he does with uh, with After Effects and with Adobe Premiere and all that, it's just crazy. And it was a literal food fight. We had real food flying around. We had to. My wife said, "Are you gonna? You're not gonna get food on anything, are you?" And we put up plastic everywhere, and it was. It's pretty great. <laughs> That's one of those things you just answer it the way she needs you to. No, of course not. And then you just hope. Yeah. You know, <laughs> then you just hope it doesn't happen. She's pretty easy going, though. She doesn't care. She knows everything can be repaired and everything can be cleaned up. So. Well, she married Jeff Dunham, so I think we got easy going. You know, I mean, isn't that kind of a requirement? Uh, well, if you if you look behind me here for the people who are on video, you see all the toys and all the garbage, and there's stuff like this all throughout the house. So, yeah, I have an understanding wife. All right. Well, let's come back, uh, and, and we're going to talk about about the actual special, which is airing this Friday night uh, on Comedy Central. And I think the name talks about all we've been through in 2020, completely unrehearsed, last-minute pandemic holiday special. We'll tell you how it earned its name and what you can expect uh, on Comedy Central coming up this Friday night as you enjoy the Thanksgiving weekend. Jeff Dunham is with us, and we'll continue. We'll delve into this special uh, when we come back. All of his information, we put it in show notes. He mentioned his YouTube channel. His Facebook, everything you need to know about Jeff Dunham. His website is in show notes at rickandbubba.com. We'll be back. More with Jeff Dunham right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Oh, it brings me. The ever evolving Jeff Dunham is with us. Uh, and we've uh, let's now move on to the special. Uh, he, uh, like a lot of us, you know, you, you're doing what you can do in the times that, uh, that we now live with the pandemic. And if you want to see an industry that's been affected by the pandemic, just be in the business of people gathering. Uh, and, uh, I, I like to say I, I have a oldest son who is an actor and 
was doing a lot of things that were involving theater and all that, and all of that 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 business is 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 I, there's not any. Uh, and uh, so here's Jeff Dunham with the completely unrehearsed last minute pandemic holiday special on Comedy Central <laughs> this Friday night, eight o'clock Eastern. Adjust to where you are watching or listening to this to your time. Uh, but Jeff, how what how in the world does uh, Jeff Dunham? who makes a living traveling the country and around the world, going inside arenas and theaters, uh, make, make a living yeah. in, in the pandemic? Well, um, you know, there's my YouTube channel and there's face, Facebook, but that clearly not, not what the live show will, will do. And, you know, we did go from 10,000 people to zero in, in one night. And I sat there for months going, what am I going to do? And I knew it was time to get out. Uh, when I, was sitting there with my family at the dinner table. It's me and uh, my wife and our, our five-year-old twin boys. And I pulled out a chip clip. I didn't tell you about this already. Did no, I? no, no, you didn't. I, I've, had, I've had too many interviews. So I pulled out a, a, a chip clip and I started making the chip clip talk. And they, were on, <laughs> they were they were on the floor howling. They thought I was genius. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> <I> gotta, <laughs> yeah, that's a sign you're losing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to do a show somewhere. So, so, <clears throat> so by the way, this idea for this special came up, I thought of it two months ago. We shot it three weeks ago. That's how quick this turned around. Wow. And so I called a bunch of my, uh, uh, a handful of my comedy writer friends. We, uh, I gave them subjects to write on and zero politics. There's no politics in this show whatsoever because I think everybody's sick of it. I hope so. Um, and so uh, they wrote to those subjects. I then took all their jokes, sat in my office for two weeks, six hours a day, just cobbled all those things together, rewriting them for the particular characters. And I didn't tell a single joke to a single person. I didn't, uh, not my wife, not anybody. So we got on stage in uh, this small venue in Malibu, California, outside a hundred people socially distanced with masks on no more than four people to a table. So when you see that special on Friday night, the first, when you ever, you, when every joke that you hear is the first time I ever said them out loud to any human being on the planet. <laughs> so that's unheard of. You, know, <laughs> you always rehearse stuff before you actually do a special, but this was, this was the first time and it was kind of fun. Well, are there, are there any of them you wish you had back? <laughs> Want to rail any of those back in? <laughs> well, you know what? What one of my favorite things when watching Carson was when he would do a joke and it would bomb. Yeah. And he would, you remember, he'd put his hands in his yeah. pockets and he'd kind of start looking <laughs> left and right. Yeah. And like, the audience would laugh because they knew it was just a dead duck. It went nowhere. Yeah. And so I was ready for that. And we had a couple of those, but uh, for the most part, you know, if you've done this long enough, you've got a pretty good barometer of what's going to work and what's not going to work. So it was pretty fun. Well, but you're right. Every single comedian that I've ever known, they, they'll walk up in a comedy club somewhere just to try out new material so they can go, all right, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they're always trying to find out what works before they get up there. Right. So, uh, yeah, it was – but I, I'm telling you, what was different about this is – uh, when you're building a comedy bit, it's like you can take a line that's not funny. And by the time you've said it 20 times, now it's funny because you've learned those little tiny nuances mm-hmm. of timing yeah. to make it right. And the difference was with this, I knew I just had a bunch of great jokes that I'd strung together. So these weren't bits that I had to work on for <laughs> a long time. There's only one bit in the show that I throw in at the end with Peanut. That was my Tonight Show bit uh, with Johnny Carson the first time I was on there. It's just this classic drink in the water bit, which is a ventriloquist trick and all that. And I threw that in just for 
because it's a family favorite. But otherwise, yeah. but that was Freebird. But you had to do Freebird. Yeah. Freebird. Did, did the, did the, <laughs> Jeff, did the chip <laughs> clip? Did it ever come out? Uh, did you ever try no, it? And, you know, I keep telling that story, and people say you got to bring the chip clip into the act. I'm like, all right, but what's but you know why I couldn't do it? It's because it had an accent. That if I did that accent, my career would be over with. Uh, <laughs> so uh-huh. we talked about there that. There it is. I, well, you know, political Rick, correctness. I want you to t- tell you this: that that uh, TV special that you did three weeks ago. Mm. That's what we do every day. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I understand, but the difference is. The difference is you, you don't need it to be no, funny you're, 10 years from now. No, you're right. Well, you know what else, too? We don't know if we bombed or not. By the time we find out, it's too late. Yeah. But, uh, I'm halfway home. We, yep, yep. I love when you tell somebody, they say, so tell us how you do the show. I said, well, we just all show up and start talking. They said, yep, that's about what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've perfected it. Yeah. You, you've that's got that funny. down. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, so to that point, uh, this outside thing. Now I know that it was a special, so you're, you're you're trying to do something for TV, so that's different. But you know, you know, this thing I'm seeing with like you know people who do concerts, other comedians. Uh, we've talked to some of them. Hey, come do a drive through, drive in. We're going to pull cars up in a drive in. You know, you yeah. might can play loud music and do that, <laughs> but comedy. Jeff, do you do you not get the feedback because you can't see their face? You can't see when they're grinning at you or, or about no, to laugh with a mask. Is, you know, one of my favorite parts in in my live shows is when I pick on their audience and talk to them. And so uh, we had a handful of cameras doing audience shots. And there were some folks that I started talking to. When they started talking back, we had to really, in the edit, in the post-edit, we had to go through and pick the right camera angle so you could actually see the mask moving slightly. Right. Unbelievable. <laughs> What's Otherwise, happened? we could have taken... You don't know. You don't know who's, ch- who's chatting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need subtitles to yeah. hear what they're saying. So did, did you just have to get in the – because it, it's a different mindset in this world right now of I'm going to stream something today. Now, we're interacting, so we're all this is different. But this time of looking right into something and just saying, I know there's people out there. Uh, you know, I, 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 we, that's, and we get that in what we do because that's, that's normal to us. But it's not normal to you. Uh, even with this world, I got to put something on my YouTube channel. I'm, I'm doing something on Facebook. Uh, is, is, have you kind of adapted how to make all that work as far as comedy goes? Yeah, but you know that too. That you have the instinct. That you know right. when you tell a joke. That you feel your listeners laugh. Right. You know when it's right. And so again, I just think that comes from those ten thousand hours, those thirty thousand hours of doing what you do. That you know it's wor- if it's working or not. I, I I really feel sorry for the guys, the men and women that are coming up in comedy right now because it's 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 so tough to get stage time. And plus, with the political correctness stuff, mm. you know, there used to be a sanctity to the to the to the comedy club to the the live event that it, it what happened there stayed there. And I always used to say that if you're offending three to five percent of the audience, for me that was a good percentage. Um, because that meant that the 5% that were offended, the 95%, whatever they're offended at, the, th- the 5%, that's what everybody else is laughing at. But now those 5% can end your career with two tweets. Isn't that something? That's so true. Yeah. And we've seen it happen. And, and I mean, Jeff, I got to know, do you have a problem keeping your five-year-olds out of your uh, work uh, room there with all your uh, yeah. working tools and office? stuff? Yeah, yeah. It, it, these are all toys that I've collected. Some of them I actually had when I was, you know, five years old, six years old, and some a bunch I've collected on eBay. And so there used to there was a 
I think what it is is I've discouraged them so much when they come in here that they know the only time they can come in here and play is when I come in here and help them play. Right. <laughs> yeah, because when I was five years old, I think I dreamed about that room you're in right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we called it Sears the Robot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Jeff, thanks for being with us. And uh, and uh, what you know, we always try to be responsible to the audience. What would you rate this uh, this special? Is this? Uh... Oh, oh, that's the other thing. My other specials have been, you know, I, I've gone. You know, I always like to keep them a little bit edgy because I don't want a bunch of kids showing up. I saw what was popular on TV here in the last few months, and it's Disney sing-alongs. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I made this one as family-friendly as possible. It has some edge, but subject matter is uh, palatable to everybody, and so anybody can watch this thing. Thanks a lot, Jeff Dunham. Appreciate that, buddy. And happy Thanksgiving, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, guys. Yeah, have Thanks a good vegan you. Thanksgiving. I'm <laughs> 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 Jeff Dunham, catch it Friday night, 8 o'clock Eastern on Comedy Central. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.